Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We are here again with another Forbidden Hangout. And we're just here to have a good time. Uh, we're having a few drinks, some conversations. We got some wonderful company right here in the studio with us. Of course, as usual, we have Ryder Lee from Raised by Giants. How you doing, Ryder? Sign language. You sign language. Yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm great. I'm happy to be here. Uh, I got Dan in the studio, so it's going to be an awesome, great time. Really looking forward to it. For sure, Dan. How you doing? Doing good, man. Just trying to do my part and hit mute at the right time after that dab you gave me. Um, and just chilling in Fort Collins, Colorado. You guys are you guys are the best. And uh we're just we're just hanging at the hangout, right? Hell yeah. With sure, the dogs. Man. Yeah, we got some crazy ass dogs here. We got three <laughs> dogs and three dogs. Two of them are pretty horny. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a good time later. Corey, what's up, man? Oh, nothing. This is my third show today. I'm a little beat. Mm, shit, you better hang around here. Don't be a pussy. <laughs> Wheezy, what's up, man? All right, my pussy. I'm good, bro. I'm just chilling like a motherfucking villain. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be yeah. back in the forbidden hangout fruits. We- Wheezy, give me a oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. That was good. And, and, that was good. and I, we're on Rockfin, right? We are on Rockfin. I do want to mention. I'm sorry if I, this sounds cheesy and shit, but I did open a. I did get accepted into the Rockfin family, so you can find me on What Is Truth Weezing and shit. So uh, hit me up with a follow on brand new, brand new. I just started it, so if. Uh, you're into um, dick jokes and such. Follow me and you will be rather pleased. Right, Corey? Uh, yes. And uh, Wheezy, you do owe me a blowjob for that one. So okay. I'm holding you to I'll, it. I'll, I'll, I'll hit the balls. <laughs> <laughs> Tickle the balls. Yeah. Yeah. The shot. Okay. All right. We got, someone, we got someone entered the meeting with a phone number. Very mysterious like. Who is this mysterious phone number that just mysterious. entered the meeting? Mysterious. Ooh. Well, hi, boys. I don't know if Ooh, I'm going to be giving out blowjobs tonight, but... Uh... God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, Courtney from uh, Stars of the Morning Light. Ryder sent me this link. Oh, Courtney. What up, Courtney? How are you? I hope, I hope you're not easily offended and welcome. 
Oh, no, not at all. No, I'm good at blowjobs. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's what I like to hear. Hey, do we call 1-800-SPANK-ME? <laughs> For sure. All right, this is going to be fun. X-Cubed, what's up? How are you doing tonight? Oh, it's all good. I'm back in San Francisco again, as you can see. <laughs> For sure. Once again. Yes, man. So if anybody doesn't know this out there, X-Cubed and I have launched a new show. It's called Showtime with the Cube. It is a TV and movie review show. It is fucking hilarious. And you guys all need to check it out. It's on podcast platforms everywhere. And it's YouTube friendly, believe it or not. So, Holy shit. Which which is is pretty crazy. Well, uh, Showtime with the Cube. Uh, it's it's on the forbid. Then y'all put it on your network. It's on our network. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. So the yeah, podcast guys. formats up there. Uh, video format. You just have to search X Cube Four Twenty Presents on YouTube, and the video formats up there, which we use in Riverside, which has been a uh, a great platform. Yeah, Corey's been fucking mm-hmm. yelling at me to get it, so I'm gonna have to check it out for sure. I see YouTube ads for that. But it's fucking great. I'm like blown away and I'm not impressed by any fucking anything. Like, and so I'm like, holy shit, because it records natively on your side of the computer and it uploads in close to real time. And so what you get is picture perfect audio and video better than Zoom or StreamYard or anything else I've ever used. So what's it called? Uh, Riverside FM. Does it charge you money like Zoom does? Yeah, it's, it's, I think it's cheaper than Zoom, especially X-Cube found a deal online for 50% off coupon. And so he got a whole year for 90 bucks. And so it's cheaper than Zoom if you do it that way. Uh, and it's got all the stuff. You can stream right to YouTube and uh, a couple other places. It, it, and every, every platform, as long as you got your streaming key. So yeah, any, oh, yeah. any platform you want to put it to, you can put it to all of them. Oh, that would make um, Streamlabs uh, pretty much obsolete as well. Yeah, it, wow. it removes the need for all that, and you can do all your editing and uh, overlays and, like, right in the software. When you get done recording and it gets done processing, you can add your logos. You can add whatever you want after the fact, change backgrounds, move around the windows. It's, like, it's, it's, it's top-notch. But what about inviting people into the stream, though? Do they have to have an account? Because that's... Oh, no, you, nope, you just get a, nope. you get a link, and you click the link, and you're in. And, and actually, it's, yeah... Yeah, it functions actually, like StreamYard. It functions a lot like StreamYard, yeah. but it has better tech in, in the recording and uploading. StreamYard, StreamYard works like Zoom. StreamYard, it's like you got to go premium to get a certain mm-hmm. video quality, and that's pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so you can um, you can have it when it's streaming in different platforms. You can have it stream in the full 1080p if you like, or if you're not actually doing the streaming on other platforms, you can just... Uh, see each other locally in 720p and that um, that speeds up the process but afterwards it does the rendering of the camera uh, on your end so everything looks 1080p after you get done with it so even if somebody looks like blurry on your side whenever you go and you render it and it sends you the final copy there is it's clean clean footage so it's it's uh it's worked out pretty good Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to check it How out. How long does the and, rendering take? How long does the rendering take with that one? Depends how many. It depends how many tracks you have. Okay, so um, when we had four people on last week on day zero, I think it took it about 35, 40 minutes. 
to render every track because okay, it renders every that. track separately. Yeah. Yeah. So it renders okay. every track separately. And then you can go through and if somebody was a dick, you can just delete their audio. Now it might be weird. <laughs> <laughs> it, might, it, might, it might be weird to watch, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, Hey, you know what? This guy was ass. You know, I'm just, uh, it's going to be weird moments in the show where we're like talking to a ghost, but I'm deleting from the show. So. <laughs> yeah. It records every track separately and then puts them together and you can normalize each track individually and stuff like that. It's really it's good stuff. You guys, you right. guys said it was clean. I guess the only question that I have after that is, uh, do you think my love for you is clean, XQ? Uh, probably not. Probably it's unclean. Okay. It's like, I can it's like smell how dirty it is from here, bro. Well, it's I read in the fine print. Clean. It smells like foreskin juice. <laughs> I read in the fine print that if it detects Mexicans, it just blocks them automatically. Uh, Especially Hitler Mexicans. <laughs> well, if, if it detects Mexicans, it might automatically like transport transport you to like New York or, or whatever other place. <laughs> scanning right? scanning yeah. for Mexicans. Scanning yeah, for okay. Mexicans. Mexicans detected. There we go. I mean, this may be a semi-racist <laughs> podcast. I mean, I'm okay with that. Semi-racist. Semi. Semi. Yeah. <laughs> we got, uh, you got, you got I got golden, a semi for you. You got the golden <laughs> gay bridge behind you, so we're good. Hey, yeah, there we go. There we go. Hey, I, hey I've got a. <laughs> Holy fuck. We got I'm a party now. Today. We got Birch Driver. What's up, Birch? And also connecting his audio is Eric Hecker. Eric, Birch, how you guys doing? I don't know if they're connected yet. We'll, well come back. Hopefully they're doing well. I mean, I think <laughs> hopefully so. Doing pretty good. Hopefully so. Yeah. Uh, right. Can you hear me? Hey, oh, there he is. Welcome, Birch. How you doing, buddy? Can you hear us? I don't think he can hear us. Okay, so we're gonna go to Eric. Eric, can you hear us, buddy? I can hear you. I just got in here. All right, man. Thanks for joining us. How you doing tonight? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for having me. Oh, well, welcome. We're having a good time already. Hell yeah. Uh, maybe we could start with going around and seeing if anybody's got anything interesting upcoming they're doing, anything they're working on, any projects. I know Corey talked about the new podcast him and X-Cube are doing. Uh, who else got something going on they want to uh, promote or uh, whore themselves out a little bit? I was about to say, whores are welcome around here, okay? We're not, hey, <laughs> this is an inclusive podcast, all right? <laughs> Come on, spread them and get it out there. Uh, nobody? Uh, I'd like okay, to show we and say We're that getting I'm, so I'm, big right now. I'm, okay. uh, I'm, go, I'm Eric. This, this is like that... union of the extra unwanted. <laughs> Super unwanted. <laughs> all right, Eric, what you got, brother? I brought my first person on to Deciphering.TV, so I'm very happy about that. Omar from Watchers Talk is now um, doing live shows off of Deciphering.TV, so I'm happy that my platform is helping other people get their voices out there uh, in a censorship-free capacity. Hell yeah, man. I love it. That's great. Nice. Shit. What's up, Eric? Good to see you, brother. Howdy, Ryder. How's it going? Going great. Loving it. Having a party. Party time. Oh, yeah, party time tonight. Um, Ryan Burns, welcome, bro. What you doing? Hey, man. Glad to be here. I'm just super excited that all of you guys are uh, on here and super excited. I think I heard somebody very happy about the uh, the corn pop talk or something <laughs> along those lines, but 
Was that some serious, some serious Biden support there? I think I heard. I don't know. Oh, I don't think you're going to find that around here. No, you're in the wrong place right now. Right? No, so, hor- horrifying, man. I'm just glad to be here. It's glad. Thanks for inviting me. Appreciate it. Hell yeah. Welcome. Hey, welcome. Fellas, I hear some yep. um, southern accents. Are there any of you down here in the south? Yes, I was but born I'm and raised guy. in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, I'm on part. Yeah, that's me. I'm North Carolina. North Carolina. Oh darn, you're pretty far. The only thing I got going on that it's not YouTube related. I'm host. I'm organizing and hosting a huge holistic fair next weekend. But it's oh, in cool. northern Georgia, like above, right under Chattanooga. Hell yeah! So that's you can go thing. ahead. Other when is than, it? I mean, I do the YouTube. I do everything, guys. Oh, and I might have an article about me coming out in the Nashville Voyager uh, soon, hopefully. Nice. They got to get back to me. Hell so, yeah. Hey, hey, just a friend, quick yeah. reminder. Oh, I'm sorry. No, just a quick reminder that I did join Rockfin like oh. a day ago. So I put a live chat comment if you guys want some. Uh, some people jokes and conspiracies and shiznit. Be sure to follow some me. I would inside truly you. appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Put some. Uh, I won't go there. I'm not quite there yet, but I will join you, Chris. Hell get yeah. a little wild. Birch, are you with us yet, brother? Uh, I finally figured it out. Hello. Sweet. Woo. Welcome, Birch. How you doing tonight? How are you? Happy birthday. Belated birthday. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Birch was at the last party. Yes. We, yes, we, we got a shrooms and played uh, bags. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking crazy, dude. Man, those bags got a little loud, I guess, but you know, we had a good that, time. That, that was Dark Hole, bro. We played Dark Hole. Dark Hole, yes. Dark Hole. It's like cornhole in the dark. It sounds sexy, but it's not sexy. Am I the only lady here? So far. No, I'm I hope pretty, you don't no, feel right, uncomfortable. Right Ryder is sometimes a lady. Yeah, oh, that's right. Uh, he, identifies, he, is, so, he identifies so, as one sometimes. Yeah, no, so, I don't mind. I just I I'll re-identify if it helps. I see goes by the pronouns a and er. We're very accepting here. A Bi- bisexual er. fucking interdimensional time traveling cowboy space Jesus. That's me. So have have any of you yeah, actually had you. anybody use pronouns like face to face? Like like introduce yes. himself you have yeah in california oh no 100 percent. yes oh yeah he is I in have. cali yeah. oh yeah oh wow oh, that's that like a, i have a family like a member that they... i have a family member that's doing all that jazz yeah yeah and i i guess her her name well started as lauren is now briar and i have to refer to them as they and their yeah her. a family member as a cousin mm. Of mine, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you, oh, say what you want. You're rude. not going to offend me. Trust me. <laughs> I have not faced this yeah. madness up in person. Yeah, yeah, yet, no. yeah I hadn't had anybody. <laughs> I, I usually vet people by looking at their uh, uh, when they got their profile up. I just see if they put pronouns in it, and then I automatically know whether I should take them seriously or not. So I mean, that's just, I mean, that's that's the immediate thing. That's right out the gate. Whenever you're looking at anybody. I have a question then. Mm -hmm. So with your programs, with your shows, 
what do you do at the beginning? Because I tend to always say, you know, welcome, you know, ladies and gentlemen, or whatever the hell might come out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Do you guys just not say anything? So uh, I just say, what's up, bitches? Yeah, I just that say. That covers uh, everyone. Yeah, what's you going on? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't, I don't think I've ever said ladies and gentlemen. I just but, Oh, I try to do a seductive dance for everyone and then um, take off <laughs> yeah. as much clothes yeah. as possible on video. Yeah, that doesn't work, though, Chris. Uh, that's, that's not a good intro. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that's not the best intro. Yeah, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't think I've had anybody who's came. Uh, I don't know if y'all have had this instance, but I don't think I've had anybody who's came through and watched any content who uh, typed anything up. Like, yeah. Like they, they were offended by, you know, not going off a pronoun or something like that. Somebody wanted to go off of. And I, I did plenty of content, you know, talking shit about folks who are pansexual and shit like that. So, you know, our, our day zero has a complaint on their on our reviews for for day zero. So basically somebody said I fucking curse too much. They said every fucking third word is a fucking curse word. And I don't fucking agree with them. What the fuck do you guys think? <laughs> said, no. Dropping ten dollar words, then choice invective is key. You should drop a lot of reels because they put an automatic bleep in it. It sounds kind of cool. They still gave us like four stars or something. I guess my my fucking <laughs> cursing wasn't fucking enough for them to to fucking not uh you know ding the rating. Hey hey, they couldn't go too low because because you got a black guy on the panel. Okay, so you don't want to you don't you don't want to be on, on that train. You know. Yeah, so they're racist when they criticize my cursing. Definitely. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> right on all right we're going around and we're seeing if anybody uh, got anything interesting they want to plug or promote or, or whore out uh, anyone else want to talk about anything oh yeah i got a i guess i'm on you may see me on jack osborne's night of terror ufos tonight on discovery plus that's my cheesy tv pitch hell yeah Rack that's on. very cool though <laughs> he's a pretty cool that's guy right. but yeah. I'm not a huge TV guy, but that's my pitch. Sweet man, hell yeah! My my band just recorded uh, an EP, and it's probably going to be out nice. in two weeks or so. We're called Moonstone Quill, so keep an eye out. Uh, we're it should be pretty sick. That's a great name, man. I like that. What, what, yeah, what, uh, what do you like yeah. more, rock or? We're like uh, we're like a string band, so kind of like bluegrassy. Okay, like bluegrass. Okay, guitar, mandolin, upright bass, and violin. And uh, so I'm a, like a musician's band, like guys that really know how to play their instruments. Well, everybody except me. That's so what it sounds much. like. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. I'm a rhythm guitarist, so I just strum, and then they jam on it. But uh, yeah, one of the songs is kind of. Uh, a truth or friendly has tr- a truth or friend friendly theme in the lyrics. Uh, so once it's out, I'll share it a lot and hopefully it'll resonate. Rack on. Yeah. Totally. Resonate. Yeah. Totally, dude. Yeah. All right. What, uh, are you going to be putting, are you going to be putting that out on like a, uh, is that going to be like iTunes? Yeah, it should be out. Um, on, we recorded everything, but it should be out on like Spotify, YouTube. Uh, okay. All out there. Uh, probably in like, we want to, we're shooting for September 22nd release. So it's, 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 we're, oh. we're like a local, we're like a Colorado band. So we play 
live a lot and we've never gone to the studio, but hippies was... totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. <Nice. laughs> but uh, yeah, did no. you go to yo, you didn't go to fish, did you? No, but we'll we'll take the fish fans. We'll scoop them up for sure. We're kind of we're kind of in alignment with like the hippie jam band thing. Um, because it's fish is at Dick's like this week. I think they're playing tonight. Also, uh, they're doing a four night run. I, I've been to Dick's to see them like uh, at least three different times. So yeah, nice. they're greatest band that's ever been. I've seen them a hundred and six times. Nice <laughs> fish. Yeah, fish is super divisive, but I, I I'm down with them. I would go to Dick's, but you're. I don't know. They're go to Dick sixty nine times. It's it's kind of uh, <laughs> there. We all know like the CIA LSD connection, and I'll just leave it at that. I don't need to be around that all the the time, you know. I love that CIA LSD connection, baby. All right, uh, everyone in the chat, feel free to jump in the conversation anytime you want. Hell, feel free to join the conversation. Send me an email. I'll send you a fucking Zoom link. You'll be in this bitch with us. Uh, I'm not scared. So, fellas, I just realized you don't know who I am. Chris, they don't even know who I am. I don't well, tell, tell us all about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, she just has Come a on. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. yeah, now you just have a random woman just hanging out. I, I'm um, all ears. Baby. Or is it? Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> um, I'm Courtney from Stars of the Morning Light. I just started it last November. Um, I mainly focus on like positive stuff and I do the Emerald tablets every Friday. I go, I'm going through the tablets for people. Um, that's me. I also like do Akashic record readings and timeline cleanses and all that jazz. And now I guess I organize and host holistic fairs. So that's who I am, fellas. I just realized you have no idea who, who the voice is on the phone. Um, well, originally from outside Chicago, now in Georgia. There you go. Been here eight years. So my what, what part of Chicago? Well, no, I was outside of Chicago. I, I'm actually, do you know where the Navy base is? Yeah, like far um, north, kind of near uh, Waukegan. Yeah, far north. I was born and raised in Waukegan, Illinois. Nice, um, right on the lake. Far, it's like a little mini Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I did, um, I so did the, the only way I can explain it. Oh, Dang, you, okay. I, I've been so you know Waukegan. I think that yeah. base is supposed That's, to be real haunted. I've I have heard that. It is the entire area, the whole Chicagoland areas, that land ain't good, man. And if you think about it and go through the history, yeah, all the weird shit comes from that. I've been at the, the it, drunk, at the okay green mill, drunk at the green, drunk at the green, you yeah, feel the, the negative yeah. gangster vibes. You're like, what the fuck? By weird shit. Did you <laughs> <Yeah>. mean Obama? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. That's what I meant. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that <laughs> Chicagoan. <laughs> I, I got that's why I'm hey, but that's why we yeah. moved we moved down here eight years ago, um, in 2015 because we saw we saw a whole lot of writing on the wall. Let's say, and yeah, so, I left yeah, in 2020, and uh, it's fucked up. I actually went. It wasn't all that bad this summer, but 2021 when everybody was sucking the Fauci dick, it was. I didn't want to be there, oh. but. But I think a lot of there's a lot of normal ass people that just happen to live in a blue wasteland. But a lot of people are, yeah. are waking up and it's a rude awakening. 
I want to hear this. I'm someone leaving Chicago and then being like, damn, I miss Chicago. <laughs> I want to hear about it. Uh, I'll admit that I miss I miss it in the summer. Really? Okay. Okay. Lake, Lake Michigan. Yeah, I miss it in the spring. Yeah, I miss it in the spring. Chicago in the spring is well, at least back in the back when. <laughs> um, Chicago in the spring was beautiful and just so much fun. Yeah. That I will R- say. Ryder and Dan, yeah, Ryder and Dan, you guys were doing a podcast earlier and I was listening. And uh, from the uh, title that you might title it, it it is pretty black pilling, the conversation that I heard. Uh, Somewhat depressing, but, you know, very realistic. Uh, I just don't know if I agree with everything because I just try to stay so positive at times that – I don't know. I just hope that I can manifest this different type of reality into existence. But, uh, you know, from what you guys are saying, you're expecting in the, in, in the near future, some kind of massive war, turmoil, all this stuff. And yeah, like that is definitely what appears to be the direction they're trying to get us pushed into. I just, you know, I have hope that there's more than enough people that are on the right side of history now that have kind of went through the the initial bullshit awakening phase and now are just ready to not participate in anything else that comes at them. That's for sure. But how do the rest of you guys feel about our future? I mean, we got plenty of different directions. We could go different timelines, different options. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that, uh, cause you know, it seems to be a slow roll of everything either way. And it's, we're not, you know, anything that is threatened like world war three, you know, um, immediate, millions of people dying off from vaccination deaths and all this stuff that we're here about in the, the conspiratorial community and project blue beam and alien invasions and all the shit we hear about every day that's trying to scare us. It doesn't really happen. We keep waiting and waiting for these major events to but like everything points to something like this will happen, but it never really does. And we just keep end up waiting and wasting our time and energy waiting on these stupid fucking things to happen that may not never happen or they could happen tomorrow. But either way, we're wasting our time thinking about it. If they happen, they happen. We can't really change that. But collectively, I think we can change the direction that we're headed. I don't know. What do you guys think? Ori and I were touching a little bit on that when we recorded earlier. We were talking about uh, the Artemis moon mission, which is a fucking joke. Yeah. Um, They scrubbed it for a second time. And uh, they're sending... Uh, like a like a dummy with sensors on it to test the radiation levels, and then afterwards, I, I watched a uh, interview with a guy from NASA, and he said they're not even going to attempt a manned mission to the moon for another twenty to twenty five years. I'm like, why don't you just call the guys who did it in '69, huh? Why don't you just see what they have to say about it? Because I don't think we really went. Yeah, it's a fucking joke. It's a total fucking joke. Like, I can't believe it took me so long to like catch on to the the moon landing being totally faked. But yeah, it's a complete crock of fucking bullshit. I was talking some shit on Twitter, you know, to all these people saying, oh, this is embarrassing. Come on, Artemis, get your shit together. These are all people that believe the NASA bullshit. And I was trying to pick some fights and arguments with some of these clowns, but no one took the bait. And uh, yeah, I mean... For anyone to question it, you get considered the fucking Looney Tune. But you can watch the Chinese rocket or even the Russian rockets from the 60s. It looks like fucking video games, man. And if you're gullible enough to believe in that shit, that that's real, that we really went to the fucking moon as humanity, you're a fucking idiot. 
you're the same person that's going to be double masked in your car driving alone, you know, to this fucking day. It's the same kind of crowd of people that, that believe that shit. Well, what I really want to know is once they send this, uh, this, this probe up there, because it's all it is, is really a probe and to test radiation levels. What happens when it comes back and the radiation levels tell them that they can't send a man up there because they're so fucking high? How are they going to explain that one? I think they got lucky the first time. Well, almost on the we, we got lucky. space is fake and gay train. Almost. Almost <laughs> on that train. So this week, um, I looked up the Chinese photos from their rover that they have up there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, all yeah. those pictures show that the moon is brown. It's not fucking gray like it is in all of the fucking photos and videos we have allegedly from the moon. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No yeah, I've really been thinking in my mind and redefining the whole term of space. I don't think that space exists the way that we think that it exists. I mean, I think what if it's there, but I don't think. I don't think that we can travel in space. I don't think a, a man can travel there. And then when you break down the word space, you know, you got spa, ace. And what does spa mean? Spa means uh, healing with water. And uh, ace is like ace in the hole, you know, like you got the highest suit. So really space means, uh, you know, water. So what if space is actually water and it's not this, outer space right because if they were talking about outer space why don't they just call it outer space right why is space forced whenever we think of space we think oh, automatically Ryder, think of space going. i love this man keep going i mean we, yeah. have you guys have you guys seen the space force logo with the egyptian head on it yeah why don't they call it outer space force right there's a play on words they're tricking us they're trying to no. manipulate us and you're getting you're getting involved in a battle of semantics for sure um but postulating as well i mean it's cool to say what if there is no such thing as space but that's just postulating it's just going off of the fact that these guys have lied to us before about so many other things you're just extrapolating another potential lie but that doesn't doesn't hold any water since we're talking about water yeah Yeah. i mean there's tons of of evidence that space exists Saying space it. doesn't can exist. I, I'm saying that we can't. We can't actually travel in space. Understood, but we've had we've had tons of um, we have tons of proof that we can. I mean, so it's it's cool to question, um, but without any substance, um, I think it's it's bad to go that far in that direction. I feel that there's a lot of factions that are actually doing due diligence to just like flat earth was inculcated in our conversations. I think any real direction that we go, there are real factions that are working really hard 
uh, to debase real positions with things like you're saying. But have I get, you talked to I someone that's been what in you're space? Say that again? Gotta, everyone's got their own their own ways of thinking, and I try I try to think of myself kind of being in the middle. Uh, you know, when it comes to space, I hear the you. speed of a bullet is what one hundred or eighteen hundred miles an hour. And when we're told we travel to the fucking moon, we travel 25,000 miles an hour. <laughs> and, and not only that, when you look at the whole NASA shit that it was founded by Operation Paperclip Nazis and all this stuff, why the hell should we yeah. believe the official story? So there's plenty of stuff oh, that I'm you not, can I'm actually point to. the official story in the slightest. I'm not yeah. saying that in the slightest. I'm just saying I'm not about to throw the baby out in the bathwater. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah, either. I, I said that you know. space doesn't work the way that we think the space works. I didn't say the space was fake and that we couldn't get there. I just don't think that we can actually travel a man in a craft or in a freaking rocket to outer space. I just don't think that it's possible. I don't think well, that I, I agree that we can't take a guy in a rocket and put him in outer space, but I think there's tons of technologies um, that there are factual trails that we can follow that show how we can function in outer space and therefore have a secret space program. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't throw it all out with the bathwater. Uh, I mean, as far as your, your yeah. argument about speed, you know, the escape velocity is 17,000, right? Kilometers per hour, right? Or something like that. And that's just the speed that it requires to escape the gravity well. And so you, if you're going to talk about those kinds of things, you have to be like, well, then what the fuck is gravity, you know? Like, totally we, have the math, we have the math and we do the math all the fucking time that, that indicates that, that the strength of gravity is for real, you know? And and so it requires that speed to escape um, into uh, an orbit, basically, into an orbit. And as, as far as, Chris, your question, I don't know, maybe some of you guys don't know who I am. I have a podcast uh, called Green Knight, greennight.green. And uh, the primary mission of that show is to um is a solution right so i think a lot of us want to talk about solutions and we always put the plural on a solution solutions like but there's only one solution there's only one solution any organization that we try to create at this point um uh will just be corrupted if we don't make the psychological trend yeah 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 have an uncorrupted organization right and so we can you can't fix the system with the system you know so and and you know just to go back to what chris was asking uh which is like it seems like there we never we always approach these big events but never actually get there and that's by design if you ask me it's like we're always kept in this state of constant like constant oh, fear happens. constant oh i'm gonna what's gonna happen next yeah. And, you know, it's like I had someone tell me the other day they're a flat earther and they were like, well, just because Obama fucking was dogging the flat earthers, she was like, oh, that means that it must be true. But that's a psychological tactic as well, you know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. They want to legitimize it by tearing it down and almost like they legitimize certain people by by, uh, you know, uh, you know, banning them, you know, or or censoring them. Right. It's like, oh, the, what he's saying must be for legit. Right. Because he got censored. But I uh, agree with you more on that. I, I agree a thousand percent. That's the angle that I'm coming from and why I communicate to the world on my experiences. Like Chris was saying at the onset of this question, you know, you know, what if this stuff happens in the future and what are we concerned about? 
I'm screaming from the mountaintops for two years that this is actively going on. We don't have to wait. There's technology at the South Pole that's actively being used against your brain right now. No one's listening. You know why? Because their brains are being actively screwed with and no one's listening. Yeah. And like how, much, how much more do I have to say? There's a technology at South Pole for two years that I've been talking about that's provable. I've provided documentation and everybody's going, well, if this stuff was going on, someone would say something. And we need to be scared in the future about technology. And I'm just going, how come no one's listening now? It's a, everyone's. I got, I, got, I got how many people in this board right now? I, I think it's, yeah, the psychological operation is fucking working, you know? It's like exactly. we're all, divided. even in the truth or community, we're all divided about shit, you know? Right. You know, how, the way I looked at it, when I got into the truth or community, I thought that I would drop this information on the table to like a group like you, and I would leave, and then there'd be eight people disseminating that information for me, and that the world would know. I thought it would be that simple. No. And they're just like, oh, yeah, that's cool, bro, and then let's just keep talking about other stuff. Well, I will say that, uh, like out in the wild when I've been yelled at for being like a conspiracy theorist, it was with somebody who I, who was conservative quote unquote, like kind of like a don't tread on me person who got the vaccine. And then I openly talked with them about how I didn't get the vaccine. And then when they turned on me, the first things they threw out was flat earther 5g fear. Like you're afraid of 5g. You think the earth is flat. And I'm like, no, I just don't want to get, the, the vaccine so that like out in the wild for people that are in that camp you know the first thing they do for people that question any of the main narrative is throw out QAnon or throw out flat earth or throw out i don't know 5g or chemtrails or something even though the baseline is just don't take the government jab so i i i can relate to people that question the shape of the earth or that that explore that corner but it's pretty much weaponized against us because people that are just making a basic health decision about the vaccine are put in that camp of people who are really out there you know so that's that's just what i saw out in the wild when somebody flipped out at me and and you know threw those out immediately well, that's what QAnon did, right? QAnon coded everybody with the same shit. And then they were able to get away with banning people and deplatforming people under the basis that they were a QAnon Trump supporter, right? And, and they, that they thought that all the conspiracies was connected to this, you know, QAnon thing. You know, Q, QAnon really screwed a lot of shit up. And it was a CIA PSYOP, just like the Flat Earth movement is a CIA PSYOP, right? There's so much shit in this community that, that is actually hijacked to to make people look like fucking Looney Tunes, right? Uh, to discredit them and and use just like Dan said, like flat Earth and you know all this different shit. You know, it's, it's weaponized on this side too, not just in the mainstream media. Man, Corey and I had uh, Bart Sibrel on the other day, and if this dude is um, getting threatened by the CIA and has hits out on him. I'm sorry, Corey. Just just don't sleep too close to my bedroom or anything when you're here. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I'll try not to. I mean, that, Fellas, can that I express a thought that I can I express a thought that relates to this that I had today? To of kind course. of talk about what Chris asked. Thank you. Um, so today I was doing what I was doing, and I was thinking about, and this has nothing to do with space or 
any of the jazz is now. I was going way back in my mind to when people thought that the gods told them to sacrifice. How do we even know that the gods, supposedly, who are not actually gods, I mean, we're gods to chickens. I mean, ask a chicken who a god is. Yeah, we're a god. So, but supposedly we're all sacrificing, right, to these gods. What if that had nothing to do with it? They never asked. They never even once thought of it. Some random psycho that is a ruler of a tribe in one part says, hey, we're going to sacrifice and we're all going to focus our attention on getting this, like the best crops. And hell, it worked. Well, then news spreads. Oh, sacrifices work. We, we must have to do it to these gods. That must be what they want. The point is, when us humans can focus together our intentions, our what we want, we are extru- we are way more powerful than any god or gods. So the problem is, is now jump thousands and thousands <clears throat> of years, we're not sacrificing anymore. We're listening to all the bullshit, and we're fa- we're sacrificing our mind. And it doesn't matter what some people are handing their child up to the altar of Fauci and like basically killing them. Right. There you go. Same difference. And it probably started from like one or two tribes completely separated from each other. Some psycho serial killer, you know, many, many moons ago. So that's what I'm trying to say is that for me personally, it's what had just been said a moment ago. It's changing the mindset And the problem that we're really in now is that the awakening period is that of, oh my goodness, this is a lie, that's a lie, and having to deal with the acceptance of it to actually move forward, of letting everything that we ever fucking knew completely gone, and then learning that we have the power to reestablish whatever the fuck we want. And then, like it was already said, to establish something and for it to not become corrupted, we would have to establish something completely that we have never seen or witnessed ever in throughout all of history. That to me. Well, one thing I think is fascinating (laughs) when you look at the the history of, of sacrifice, it definitely started in two different places simultaneously, give or take. I mean, you have the ancient Canaanites and then the practice was continued by the Hebrew Israelites. And then you have the Aztecs in South America and in Mexico doing the same thing. So it's, it's it's unusual. So it's, it's unusual. And see, here's the thing. So was that just like an energy or a spirit of the land that told that group to do it? And it wasn't, but now we've, they turned it into, oh, the gods, the gods. And then everybody jumped on board and, oh, we're going to do it here. We're going to do it there. We're going to see what happens. But it wasn't that. It was people were using that while focusing all of their attention. I'm not saying that's what we should do. Of course not. I'm using that as an example as to how this can go from a group of people coming together and focusing Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, how it can go really fucking bad opposed to really good. You see what I'm saying? The thing about space exploration that scares the hell out of me is that it's been like literally every year since 1961, between 10 billion and 60 billion dollars a year have gone into yeah, these yeah. projects, we don't know where they're going. I mean, it's really easy to say yeah. like we're sending this into space because then there's no way to track it really. Well, I can tell you yeah, with certainty that in the early days, NASA was an intelligence front. Most of that money didn't go to NASA. Most of that money went to the CIA. Um, like I'm a Kennedy researcher. I found at least seven people connected to Kennedy, the Kennedy assassination that all ended up at either NASA or allegedly ended up at NASA or Michaud or Boeing or these aerospace companies. But back then they were just fronts for the CIA. They needed to get, you know, they needed to funnel money into black ops and that's how they did it. Totally. Yeah. And I, I have to be super careful about this because I, I've got some budget requests out right now, but uh, I've been t- trying to talk to somebody with a company called the Aerospace Corporation and I was blown away how these adjunct professors and the like can just write these letters to, um, you know, Air Force bases, universities and Department of Defense and just easily request funds. I didn't know it worked that way. Yeah. They can just request funds and put it and, and basically put it towards research wherever they want. And here, here I've been after Big like farmers like that, too. It's yeah. mind blowing to me. Like I've never been on the inside and I'm like getting a little glimpse at this point and it's horrifying. Well, if you want to talk about bankrupting the earth, like uh, CERN, right? Like how much, how many billions do we spend on that shit every year? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's more expenses than any of the other stuff. Any of it. Yeah. Yeah, I look the at Shiva statue alone. <laughs> look at these uh, corporations as a money laundering system, right? Because whenever you look at all, all of the um, corporations that uh, people are donating to, or they're giving money to, or the government's giving money to, it's really just giving the money right back to them. You know, they they own the the the, the opposite corporation. They own the sister corporation. They're chair people on the board of the corporation that it's going to. So it's just a money laundering system. And that's the way that I think that it works. You know, anybody that donates to any kind of charity, they're the chairperson of that charity. So there's laundering their money and their money is going right back into their pocket. 100%. Guys, I want to just real quick. Just real quick, I want to welcome everyone in the audience. We've got a bunch more people listening right now. If anyone in the audience wants to join in the conversation, you can do a few things. You can leave a message right in the chat or send me an email, forbiddenknowledgenews at gmail.com, and you can join in the motherfucking broadcast. So send me that email or send me that chat. Thank you. Go ahead. Man, so I was just going to say something that kind of, 
is, is mind blowing to me is I, I have a little space like, well, it's called Space Wolf Research. It's a little base camp just south of Skinwalker Ranch. And when you analyze like how OSAP and ATIP, you know, the Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program and the Advanced Aerospace Weapon, Weapon System Application Program, how those projects got their funding, it was literally Bigelow was the only guy that basically put in for this funding. And they just got that we know of 22 and uh, change million dollars to uh, investigate this high strangeness. And when I heard that, I thought, well, you know, could it be, you know, is, is it that cut and dried? Is it that simple? And um, I set out crazy and I've sent out probably emails to NASA that I wish I wouldn't have, but I've sent out crazy emails to different people. And sometimes, you know, you get a bite back. And uh, I've got a guy now that says he's trying to find funding and he's sending these things out to different people. And it really seems that easy. These opportunities are yeah. literally like Ryder said, you just ask and you shall receive. It's just like free money, it appears. And like I said, I have to be a little bit careful. I haven't, I, I don't, the NDAs I've signed don't have to do with funding at this point. But I know that when it comes to these contracts with government programs, universities, and uh, Department of Defense projects, you basically just kind of ask and they have like this slush fund of black budget money that they just divvy out. It's horrifying. That's the thing though. Good word. Is, yeah. <laughs> does did ATIP even exist though? There's proof that ATIP wasn't even a actual program. It was just a front for another program. And then they put ATIP in front of it and then made Lou Elizondo the, the face of the the ATIP whenever he never even worked for uh, you know, and he wasn't even the chief or whatever executive of the ATIP program. And the only proof that he ever comes up with is uh, that uh, document from Harry Reid, which Harry Reid is dead, right? He can't come in and back up uh, Lou Elizondo's claims, right? So it's really fishy. A lot of this sh shit is fishy. Oh, dude, it's so fishy. Like, oh, it's so fishy. Harry Reid, if you look into the crazy history, Harry Reid started off as a, I feel bad talking about the dead, but whatever. He started off as a lawyer for Bigelow's family before all of this happened. And then later on in life, uh, you know, helped them with some lawsuits and helped the family with some wrongful death lawsuits, among other things. But the long story is he got paid a bunch up front. And then later in life, when he was a politician, he is the one that kind of set all this up, as Ryder said, and gave the ob obligated amount um, to Bigelow Aerospace. And there's no, I think all they had to do was send in uh, a report every once in a while. And um, like, there's nobody checking on this stuff. It's sort of like the money going to Ukraine. I mean, like, literally, I heard there's people backing up their Volvos and picking up missiles and going down the street and selling them for 20 grand a pop. You know, it's, there's absolutely no organization or checks in place to see where this money is going or where, where this stuff is, is headed. You know, the figure that I heard was that 70% of all the aid that we've sent to Ukraine ended up on the black market in as far as the supplies and weapons. They busted a smuggling ring down in South Africa and it was all weapons that were meant for Ukraine. So, yeah. 
I mean, like nobody should be paying their taxes anymore. Like fuck these people. Yeah, yeah. man. Uh, Corey, I Let's mean, do uh, it. we, we have a, a nice little system that we could possibly avoid taxes for, for a little while. I don't know, man. We, we gotta, we gotta work on this to kind of get under the radar for sure. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've only filed one, I filed taxes one time in the last, since 2016, I filed in 2018, I believe, because Trump did some kind of uh, tax credit thing. And so in 2018, I filed and I was running my own business with no deductions, but somehow uh, I ended up with like $2,200 back. And that accidentally paid my two years previous tax debt that I didn't want to pay. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they fuck you really hard. I you think, know, guys, that's what I think everything's of. really money laundering. Like everything's a munder, money laundering. I worked in a prison for a while. They didn't care about anything. It was just bodies in the bed because they meant money. Uh, the student loans, money laundering, all of it, everything that is like big and that we usually are paying in some kind of debt to. Black lives matter. It's money laundering. Yeah. It's all sort, all of it. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous. And that's the type of stuff that it's like when we wake up to it, it's like, oh, my God. And then Back in like, the and then uh, 1950s and 1960s, the CIA uh, opened up thousands of fake churches uh, under individuals, yeah. obviously CIA guys. And they, that was basically a front for money laundering operations. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I forgot about that. Yes. I, yes. And some other stuff, too. Yep. A lot of studying of trying to develop cults and more. Yep. Isn't the wow. CIA, the CIA isn't supposed to deal with domestic things, though, right? Correct, but that's the purpose of the FBI to cover their tracks. So, man, I'm so yeah. glad that he said Black Lives Matter because I had these T-shirts made that say Space Wolf Research, and then on the front it says Black Budgets Matter. Yes, <laughs> I love it. So I just had to use that opportunity, but yeah, man. The prison system is another one where, like she said, it's heads in beds and they get more funding if they are. She probably knows better than I do. But if they have something like over a 90 percent occupancy rate, they yep. get more money, which means they have the incentive to lock people up, which is like so twisted. Yeah. Plus, I can tell you that it doesn't um, matter if it's yeah, it doesn't matter if it's government or private. And there's so much money and all they matter or all that matters is bodies in the bed. That's what I was told constantly. Bodies in the bed. Like if somebody moves out, body in the bed has to be there. It just has to happen for the money. And the amount of money, I was making less than what it cost to, for me to watch that guy. You know, I was a, I was a prison counselor. And it's, it's astounding when they're not getting the care that that money costs. Do you see what I'm saying? No. Are you working in a private all money prison or a government-run prison, Courtney? It, yeah, I worked at a, a government one, but it didn't. It, it literally does not matter, private or government. It's the same kind of money going in and out, and kind of like student loans, same kind of shit moving in and out. It's all sorts of, um, in my opinion, very high-class shit that we don't understand because we haven't been able to see the documents and really read all of it. They, it's legal ways of the government being able to money launder and big business be able to money launder. And it's in facets like that. Yeah, they do not care. It's bodies in the bed. 
that is and uh, also the, in, the term. Angola prison in Atlanta uh, used to be used for MKUltra experimentation. There is a bunch yep. of connections from the Kennedy assassination to the Angola prison. Some pretty important people globally ended up there, and they definitely experimented with LSD and other things on the prisoners there. For everyone oh, yeah. just I joining think- us, uh, welcome to the Forbidden Hangout, first of all. We're just here. We're all hanging out. We're talking some shit. A few of us are drinking. I'm sure most of us are drinking, but we're having a good time, and I hope you all are too. Cosmic Keys says he's wasted. Oh, and he's right here behind me too. (laughs) Great. Well, that's a wonderful thing. Uh, So welcome. Enjoy yourself. If you want to join the conversation, you can do that too. You can join through the chat or even better, send me an email. We'll get your ass on here. So uh, welcome everyone to the Forbidden Hangout. You know, I'm getting back to what was being said. I don't know if it's that complicated because you look at some of these elites and when you, when when their systems unravel, the, the game plan and the playbook looks pretty elementary, if not like kindergarten. Yeah. I mean, look at look at I mean, just take the Bidens, for example. What was Hunter Biden doing in China and Ukraine in 2020 and 2021? And now we have, you know, everything hitting the fan. Like a lot of this alleged stuff, it seems like when you backtrack it, when you reverse engineer the the six, I think they just all have dirt on each other and they're just super like in bed together to the point where they don't let the secrets out. But I don't know if it's all that complicated. I think they just intentionally have the same goals and motivations. Have you guys watched that? What I meant by that is like the legal documentation because it's like, why haven't people gone at them legally so there's got to be some kind of verbiage there i'm with you there and all of our and all of our paperwork and all taxes and all this and that that make it that they can do stuff like this legal i'm with you there and why haven't we gone out after them yeah Yeah, they're they're spending 10 percent they sign in that's 500 pages long Oh yeah, they're spending ten percent of their cash on lawyers so that they just build this. I, I'm with you there. I'm a hundred percent with you there. Well, I mean, the legal system's been corrupted. There's nothing that you can do within the legal system. Just like they were trying to sue the government uh, for mandating the vaccines. What came of that? Absolutely nothing. It was too little, too late. Right. But have you guys seen the uh, the John McAfee uh, Netflix documentary? Anybody? Dude, yes. And have you guys seen McAfee's supposedly back now? Have you seen this craziness? Yeah, that he faked his death and that he's in Texas or something like that. Yeah, man. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I Sorry really to interrupt like, you. I yeah. really like that documentary, though. Like, it, it kind of, I don't know if it was on purpose or if they were trying to push an agenda, but that McAfee was just making up all of his shit and just to go on this crazy adventure that he didn't really have any dirt on uh, the U.S. or uh, what, what was the other country that, that he was in? I can't, Belize. He didn't have, because he said that he had all this uh, corruption docu- documentation on Belize. And then whenever he got from fake that heart attack to go back to the United States, then he had all, he magically had all this dirt on the United States. And then it turned out that it was just kind of all bullshit. And he was just making this stuff up. I mean, according to the Netflix documentary, I don't know, but it was really interesting. Dude, all of those fucking documentaries are propaganda, man. I mean, it's on Netflix, man. Right? Don't you yeah, think? Yeah, but it's still, it's still really interesting. Though, be a true you know? I like to watch it's it. Just rewriting history. I mean, it's entertainment. It's inter- entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, I watched a uh, part of a... Uh, I don't remember if it was a documentary or a series, uh, like a docu-series, but it was on the internet um, and internet fakery, and it attempted to debunk um that uh what was his name seth rich right seth rich got murdered and they tried to debunk that it was connected to anything other than being a robbery that's when i turned it off i'm like oh this is propaganda i get it dude there has never been a more blatant hit than seth rich that was the most blatant hit i mean my gosh yeah it was outrageous um and then both julian assange well, Julian Assange hinted that he was uh, a whistleblower, and then uh, Kim.com outright said it. He said that he was the one who connected him to WikiLeaks. So, yeah, I have no doubts that was exactly what happened. I don't fucking trust anything. That's, it's all curated for us, every single bit of it, you guys. Everything that fucking happens is curated. <laughs> XQ, yeah, I see you I over there. It's the same thing yeah, yeah. what was said before. I see you with the sunset behind and setting behind you pretty heavy. Yeah, there. I know. Well, well I, I think I mean, the issue. I think the issue on our side, if you want to be completely honest, is that the information we try to bring people for the general public, they just ain't gonna fucking bite it. Let's just see it. If if you if mm-hmm. you look at how they have set up they always play the long game a lot of stuff that we yeah. talk about is like so yeah. abrupt that is not in human nature for abrupt change it's just not um so when we and i think it's very interesting the stuff that uh, uh, everybody on this panel comes up with uh but it's for a normal everyday person when they hear shit like that they're like what is this dude talking about? What's this woman talking? It's just like it's just so far out of the realm of their reality that they can't wrap their head around it. But what the establishment does is that they just give you little bits and pieces over multiple years to get generation after generation to start thinking a little bit differently. Ridiculous. That's what they do. Just just a little piece at a time. We just take well, let's just take this little bit away from them right here and maybe the next generation to start thinking a little bit more uh, on our side. And it just keeps going. Uh, if we're thinking about like with this whole transgender thing, uh, shit, five years ago, who the hell was talking about a, a, a they, they was anybody. I agree, bro. Uh, but you're yeah. 
Dog Day da- da- Dog Day Afternoon, fucking the movie from 1979 or some shit. You guys mm-hmm. remember what that was about? Right? They've been prepping us for fucking ever, man. For fucking mm-hmm. turn up the volume slowly, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole thing. So I, I think that's a lot of times this was why because pe- people want to cling on the uh, on the something on the hope, okay? If if we show them something tangible, they're like, okay, I can see that. I can uh, communicate with it. It resonates with me, and I can see it in the action. Then they're more likely to go with it, okay? Um, and uh, a lot of times, our our messages just seem very extreme to people. Um, and some of the things we talk about, even uh, Eric, what you were talking about with that, uh, the technology down there in, in the uh, on the pole caps. I mean, yeah, yeah, right there with you. But you tell somebody on the street that they're just like, "Who is this fucking lunatic, man?" You know what I'm saying? It's just like, like it, even though I, stuff I like this that. can be happening, yeah, and stuff like this can be happening. Everyday people, it's just like, man, this, well, this is so far out of my spectrum. It's like I'm, it's like a movie, and that's not what I'm part of. Even though we are. We're just we're mm-hmm. constant actors in, in, in a movie. Uh, some of us is gonna make it. Some of us will get you know uh, in a car accident and get shoved back down into their body bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, X Cube. <laughs> I bet a whole a whole yeah. lot more people trusted the medical system and the pharmaceutical companies three years ago than they do now. And I think things are changing really fast with people's perception on what the fuck is really going on just because mm-hmm. of the fucking craziness that's happening from the mainstream establishment. It's forcing people to question, well, what the fuck else are they lying about? What is this? Maybe I should mm-hmm. look into some of this mind control shit that people are talking about. You know, that's the right. beauty about what's happening right now. Right. Until, until, they push the magical button. And you lose all your shit. To be the devil's advocate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. yeah. When, when they push that button, that, then that's it, like people, people change whenever they say, hey, you're going to lose your job. You're going to lose your income. You're going to lose your house. You're going to lose everything. People change their fucking mind real quick. I mean, I mean, it's, it's instantly. So yeah. they, they always have that in their back pocket. But look, you guys, these. This is Groundhog Day, except that we have better technology and it's uh, it's a more, more fine grain resolution, right? People were waking up after Kennedy got shot too, right? It's like every generation had I... a moment, right? But we still progress. The aggregate behavior still progresses towards what they yeah. what the agenda is. And the agenda, like, look, what y'all were just talking about is revelation of the method, Right. They release these uh, breadcrumbs and they slowly fucking increase the amount of breadcrumbs. And until it's like, we think that there's been a radical change, but it's still just the same old bullshit, you know? Birch, you don't think since 2020 that we've seen a major, major shift in everything? Yes, but it's revelation of the method. It's it's steering us into this digital box, right? you know? Right. Um, And so when we... Here's the thing that, because I'm glad, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, all of this stuff is actually to get our guys, even what we talk about, you know, Um, when you were talking about sacrifice before, I was like, it goes. And when you uh, uh, X cube talking about the long game, this the long game is 6000 years, fucking 8000 years plus, man. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. 
this is when it fucking started. You get to talk about like mythology and epic poems. Those were the original fucking mass communications that galvanized an aggregate fucking thought pattern. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, Mithras was the god, right? Who fucking sacrificed the bull, right? And and in Moloch. And yes, and in that fucking freeze that you can see in Iran of the actual event or whatever of him doing it, he looks like he's uh, reluctantly fucking doing it. But what happens when he sacrifices the bull is all of this stuff comes from it, like all of this like abundance, right? And so it's like abundance with sacrifice all the way back then. And he's like the first fucking God, you know? So Mm -hmm. I mean. What I like to talk about is all of the is how that we have this pattern in our heads in the first place. Like the Gnostics say that we're living yeah. a um, a simulation, but I think that's a misinterpretation. The fucking the demiurge did not create all of the totality. He created a false one that was placed on top of our minds, right? That simulates the creation, you know. And so a simulation within a simulation. Out of that motherfucking matrix that's been put on our minds, you know, that's been put on our minds. How do we do I, that? I uh I just have to read this comment real quick from Jasmine Alyssa Robinson. She says, just tuning in and wow, what a fine group of conspiracy daddies. Thank you, Jasmine. We are here for you. Uh, and and, and, yes, and one, one, one mama, too. One mama. Yeah. And one mama, of course. You can't forget about yeah. mama. Yeah, yeah. Come on now. Please, <laughs> daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Mama. But that's yeah, it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you just brought up when Kennedy was shot. See, here's the thing. We lack consistency as humans. We really do, unless it feeds our sinful ways. And that's the problem. It's like, okay, so all the hippies, man, oh man, don't believe the government. Damn the man. Don't believe, don't believe it. All their little hippie stuff, right? Uh, now they're boomers. You yeah. really think any of the boomers are, yes. you see what I'm saying? Right. Don't kill oh, your yeah, boomer really grandpa. Need. My parents. Sorry, yeah, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry. There are some boomers. Get your vaccine for the boomers. <laughs> They're not safe. I have a comment about that. Actually. Look, but it's like, where did you? Okay, so you were listening to to Crosby, Steals, and Nash telling you, don't pay attention to, don't listen to the government. They're horrible. Look at this. Look at that. Look at that. Right. Oh, and then, you know, the 80s and 90s, you're making pretty damn good money, and now you just forgot? You got, you're got you going to trust this government to the fullest? Yep. That's the problem. Us humans, and now we have very short attention spans, that we lack consistency. So the more, as we were just talking about, they play the long game, very long. Play, well, they then play, we need to go back. But are they, really, are they really playing the long game now, though? Because it seems like everything is speeding up really fast. It's just an agenda after an agenda. Well, they've been they've been playing the long game since they killed Kennedy. Yeah, and every psyop is just right on time for each of the generations. <clears throat> and COVID got yeah, everybody. There, there was go. the millennial stupidity of COVID. There was the Gen X stupidity of COVID, and the boomer version of it too. So, I, and, mean, I yeah. agree. I agree a hundred percent. Kennedy, Kennedy was the beginning of, and they didn't stop there. Uh, they, they, they went after his brother and, you know, uh, they got his brother. I mean, his brother was killed by Sir Han. Sir Han, a 120 pound stable boy. And my, actually my wife's sister purchased the gun for like a significant amount. And she's doing a documentary and she's gone through and like talked to everybody involved. And you'd be surprised how shady 
how the Secret Service, and this is 10, 20 years after uh, Robert Kennedy's assassination, they were still digging into like a lot of the witnesses to his assassination. But when you're playing this long game, as mentioned, I mean, these uh, many of these elite, in my opinion, believe in reincarnation and they're multi-generational cults and they they have a plan and they're going to stick to it no matter if it's going to affect their lifetime or not i mean they have a long game which is horrific robert kennedy is it's a good one um i haven't spent too much time on robert kennedy but there's not really much to it Uh, he was killed by fane eugene caesar the security guard who was walking him but if you want to get into like the assassinations like i can trace government involvement uh back to the assassination of mayor anton cermak in Chicago. He's from Chicago, but he was assassinated in Miami. The history books say that it was an attempt on Roosevelt, but it wasn't. Um, That was organized by a guy named Dave Yaris, who was one of the shooters in the Kennedy assassination. And then you can like fast forward to the assassination of Huey Long, which is another fascinating one. It's always the same groups working together. You know, Uh, he was allegedly killed by Carl Weiss. And that was that. the thing is the same thing. There's a a theme here. Uh, So all these guys who were set up as patsies originally before Kennedy, actually Robert Kennedy's after Kennedy. But um, when you go back to like Giuseppe Zangara, who uh, was uh, accused of the assassination of Cermak, he owed the mob money. He actually (laughs) took off with like 20 grand of theirs. That was uh, he was a courier running uh, alcohol up to New York from Florida. And so he ended up going to, he had a gambling problem and he lost the mob's money. And so they gave him an ultimatum. You can, you can do this um, or, uh, you know, we're just going to kill you right here and now. And so, and then the same thing uh, with Carl Weiss, Carl Weiss, uh, who's accused of shooting Huey Long, he owed the mob money as well. Um, And it's the same thing with Sirhan Sirhan. Sirhan Sirhan was not MK Ultra. He owed the mob money and to get through it, he drank a bunch of alcohol and took a bunch of pills. That's why he looked all disheveled afterwards. But it seems there seems to be a common thread here. Yeah, man, I've got to put you in touch with uh, my wife's sister. She would she had the exact same response that you did when she explained how it all went down. And yeah, it's insane, man. These guys. I mean, it, they fully have it all planned out. And it seems like, for example, with the Robert Kennedy thing, they when when they were investigating, this is years later. I mean, years later, these kids that saw this guy throw a gun into a pond and um, they all of them, of course, died horrible deaths, strange uh, coincidental deaths. And they just clean up after themselves, these multi-generational cults. You know, they have a long game. They know where they want to end up and they'll do anything between here and the end zone to make that happen. Uh, one thing that people often, the one part of the equation everyone always seems to leave out, uh, and, we'll, and I'll try to make the connection here on Robert Kennedy, is that uh, Robert Kennedy was assassinated on the one-year anniversary of the Six-Day War and it was blamed on a Palestinian. Hmm, I wonder who could have been behind it. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, I want to welcome you everyone I- again. And uh, it, Corey just took to the, off to the bathroom. I was going to ask him something, so never mind. All right, guys, uh, welcome to the Forbidden Hangout. And you, and we have a lovely bunch of uh, hunks and hunkesses here to talk <laughs> to you. I don't know if hunkesses is a good word, but fuck it. Yeah, everything they're doing is about, is about <laughs> the timing and the payout on it. So... So they, they, they always yeah. have immaculate timing. Of course, they have infiltrated all of the uh, 
news outlets, which are able to push their message out in mass writing. And even now, even more that we have the Internet is now people are able to get all this information instantaneously. Whereas before, you know, if you lived in, you know, some bumfuck town in Wisconsin, you might never hear about anything unless you had a, a, a you know a radio or something like that. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about years and years yeah. ago. So, so they they yeah yeah they they've mastered the art of the timing of the things that they want to happen, whether it be assassinations, whether it be all of a sudden you know a whole bunch of food plants getting torched to the ground. You know, where there is a, some type of climate change, it, they, they always time it perfectly to move their agenda along. So um, that's what me that's and where, Dan that's was uh, talking better. about. Mm-hmm. That's what me and Dan was talking about today um, was that they, they're able to align their agenda with uh, someone. Um, I don't know. Um, they align their agenda with how the planets are aligned and how the stars are aligned. And then they're able to get away with a lot of the things that they do. It's, it's planned out. Me and Dan was talking about that. Speak about that, Dan, because it's really interesting. Yeah, I mean, just the, the, the COVID thing. Any astrologer, right or left, was kind of... Sorry, I'm hearing an echo, too. Any astrologer on either side of the aisle was kind of saying 2020 is going to be a big deal, big deal, big deal, big deal. Mm-hmm. And then the end of 2020 starts another 150 year cycle in the tropical sign of Aquarius. So it wasn't, it wasn't a right or left or, or truther or NPC issue at the time. It was just according to astrology, 2020 was going to be a big deal. And then look what happened from 2020 forward. And when they keep referencing 2030, I think it is a 10 year, you know, finish line that they're shooting for. Um, But when you kind of mirror the astrology with what they are doing, then it's usually kind of like on time. So I think they do, they they do have like the big stuff. So usually cycles every 30 years. That's why like, I'll look and like what, what movies came out 30 years ago because that's their game plan. And so, like, instead of looking at, like, 30, 2030 right now, we need to be looking at 2050. It's always 30 years with these people. Well, in uh, reference to movies from 30 years ago, the thing that it is always a kicker, because that's most of, our, most of our lives, the guy who ran the MPAA, who controlled Hollywood and got to decide where funding went and where, what movies got made, was the guy who shot Kennedy from the grassy knoll. So... It always goes back to Jack Valenti. Well, 30 years ago, it was like the early 90s, and that was like probably Terminator 2, all that kind of like sci-fi, you know, AI yeah. stuff. No yeah, I know. We're supposed to be on spaceships yeah. right now. I mean, I, I'm disappointed. You I'm disappointed too, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's supposed to have like my hovercraft I'm going around. Oh, they got a spaceship out there on the launch pad right now. They just can't get the fucking thing to work. <laughs> Well, well, be, beyond that, fake and gay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, on the, on the topic the of time. the long con game going on, there's mm-hmm. a great research done by Jim Mars. He's done wonderful uh, books on the topic of how long this game has been going on. He's he's proven it's been going on at least back to Sumerian times. Yes. It's kind of like the yeah. shadow hand. 
that, you know, it changes its names through the generations, but there's certainly something going on that we, as we, the people need to try to figure out because it's in our best interest to, you know. Mm -hmm. Now, now do you think there's multiple factions? Heck yeah. Like like different factions that are at war with each other. I think that's one of the problems we, the people have is that, you know, from our perspective, we feel like we're one thing and that there's one thing against us, but that's not a singular problem. We have many factions that are fighting for power uh, to the demise of humanity. They don't care as long as they get their privileged position. So it's hard Mm -hmm. for us, we the people, to identify the exact problem because it's not a precise front line. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Agreed. I can get down with that. All right. I want to welcome everyone to the Forbidden Hangout. I mean, uh, Union of the Ultra Unwanted. I mean, the Forbidden Hangout. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we're having a good time. Uh, anyone wants to join in, join in the chat. Send me an email, forbiddenknowledgenews at gmail.com. And you can even join in right here with us. I am pretty drunk right now. Hey, uh, we got a comment from Lee Bradford. It says, hey, you guys remember when those two Blaine... <laughs> Two planes hit those three buildings. LOL. I use that line at work to see who I can talk to. That's a good. I just say building seven. Building seven. Yeah, building seven's a good opener. (laughs) You know, people always forget about building six. Oh yes, that's true. It was basically demolished, and all the um, the structure around it actually survived. Like, what kind of technology? Were they using the collapse of building, but the the actual support beams still stand? It's crazy. Nine eleven uh, really isn't much of a mystery anymore. Um, Ryan Dawson, uh, God, years ago, twenty fifteen or twenty fourteen, he made a documentary called "The Empire Unmasked," and it is really more like nine eleven for grownups. It doesn't get into any of the weird, crazy stuff like holograms or you know, space weapons. <laughs> uh, but basically it is shown with certainty that they found in the parking garage after under tower one, after the first plane hit and before the towers collapsed, they found a van packed full of explosives uh, marked urban moving systems. Urban moving systems was a Mossad front company. It was one of four companies involved in planting the bombs inside the building, magic heating and plumbing, Danko mechanical and white glove movers were the other companies. All of those trace back to a couple of Mossad agents. One of them's name is Dominic Suter. Dominic Suter got his funding directly from Ertem Wertheimer, who was the head of the Jewish agency at the time. So yeah, 9-11 isn't really much of a mystery anymore. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a tired subject, but it still uh, will get people Corey, triggered. when is your book hitting again? Somewhere around October-ish? Yeah, well, with my move, that's gonna uh, that's kind of gonna upset my flow a little bit. It'll probably take me a couple days or a week to get settled in. Um, I'm gonna make a guarantee. I guarantee it will be out on or before November 22nd for the anniversary. Well, I was just gonna say too that there were some new videos from China of them fucking up a controlled demolition, and it shows these buildings like slowly toppling and just what a not controlled demolition actually looks like. 9-11 was a controlled demolition. I mean, look at look at the Chinese like crappy version of a controlled demolition and, and you'll see gravity. You'll see it just tip and it looks real sloppy. That was a precise implosion. And yeah, it's kind of old, like we're saying, it's kind of old news. It's whatever. 20, One thing that's kind of fascinating is old. demolitions go from the bottom 
to the top, right? The, 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 the explosives go off bottom to top. They did a top down demolition because the bombs went off at the higher floors first and then down. And I don't know that that's ever been done. I've never read that that's ever been done anywhere else or even attempted by demolition companies. Cause like you, you can can't see control the that. explosions though. You can see the explosions pre preceding the collapse of the previous floors. You can just see it happening. Totally. And Corey, you are so right that, I mean, they, this again was taken right out of the playbook, man. The Oklahoma city bombing yeah. McVeigh oh. and Terry Nichols. I mean, if you read like how they found this guy who supposedly ran from again, a van with fertilizer bomb, uh, this guy supposedly ran from this van, slashed himself very deeply with a knife multiple times. They found him in a field. He shot himself in the back of the head a couple times. The first round of law enforcement couldn't find the gun, but the gun. But then they called in the FBI, and the FBI was able to find the gun just a few feet from him. Um, it, it, the evidence just never adds up until you come through later and have these experts come in. And I don't know, man, the Oklahoma City bombing, a lot of the people that you have talked about that, it, all, it, it just seems like the playbook is very, very simple. <laughs> and It's always the same people. It's always the same people. And really to understand it, you got to go back. Well, we could start in 1979 with the creation of the Safari Club by George Bush, because after Watergate, when um, the CIA got fucking hammered by the government. And so George Bush created what they called the Safari Club, which was the CIA within the CIA. And its member states were like Israel, um, Morocco, a whole bunch of other ones. But over time, that alliance of the Safari Club has dwindled down to, by 9-11, uh, three countries, Saudi Arabia, Israel, and the United States. And that's who basically pulled off 9-11. Um, Saudi Arabia is, from what I can tell, they're not really in that intelligence fold much anymore. Um, and so that leaves the United States and Israel, which is behind every goddamn horrific act on the fucking planet, period. Well, even, even though we say that, you know, uh, that's so long ago and, um, you know, the relevance is depleted, I, I don't think it has because that piece of legislation that they passed is still here today that, uh, you know, the Patriot Act. It was only supposed to be for a short amount of time. So they use these moments to pass legislation that is able to be felt throughout history. I mean, that's that's the whole premise yeah. of, what, of what of what they were trying to do. I mean, that's the whole premise of, uh, of any of these attacks or or anything like that. Uh, COVID, if we talk about that. What's the whole premise of it is to make a precedent that, hey, if if there's some sort of disease that's going to wreck the world, at any moment in time that we can lock you down and take everything you've got and you're going to do nothing about it. Fellas, well, can I interrupt again? I'm sorry. Um, mm -hmm. So I do Akashic record readings and I post collective ones for each month, collective as in all of mankind. And one of the lines in the September one, I just re-looked it up just now because it's what we're talking about. The Akashic records even said you see the pad or repeated patterns you see, yet you still are complaining. I think that's them trying to say, I mean, at some point we're going to have to go, okay, fine, do whatever the hell you want. We're going to go do this. We're doing whatever we want. And I think we get caught up that there's other people that, you know, are still a part of the programming. So what? It's not going to take 
all of us to make things change. It's not going to take all of us. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To come along, but it's because we have these human attachments these emotions that keep us seeing these repeated patterns and then just complain about them instead of going, all right, do whatever you got to do. I'm going to do this over here. And the more that all of us go, I'm going to do this over here. I'm going to do whatever and drop whatever we're seeing, drop the conspiracy, drop the problems in the world. Things can change. I think that's what the records were trying to say as far as, and you guys are still complaining, move on create change do something how do we and i'm not trying to call anybody out but i'm saying like i just did that reading yesterday it's posted and that's what the akashic records were saying to us that it's time i think as a collective society we you know here's the thing too i teach i teach the emerald tablets i really Uh, do and what's your website again sorry can you tell me your website I, I have a, a YouTube channel at uh, Stars of the Morning Light. My website is starsofthemorninglight.com. So, like, if you look at the tablets, it clearly says it does not exist if we do not see it. It does not, like, it has to have sight mm. for us to see, to, for it to exist. Hence the matrix, right? So... What if enough of us just went, all right, do whatever you got to do, corrupt the rest of the world that wants to clearly follow you, and the rest of us are going to go over here and do whatever the hell we want? I, that, I think, is where because we are going to divide. We're going to divide anyway. So why don't we at least divide in at least a pack of us in harmony when the other ones, like I see it as, you know, there's a, there's an old cosmic theory that, you know, the, the earth is going to split. She's going to, Gaia's going to move on and be beautiful and wonderful. And her horrible stepsister is going to move on and get destroyed anyways. And I see it as like, if you want the world of Mad Max and Blade Runner and all that jazz, fine, go for it. But if you want a serene new earth, clean water, people basically what would be referred to as the golden city we can do that but i think it's now time for us to just be like okay you know what through them they mean nothing to us we are actually vastly more powerful than they ever have been and they know it and that's why they use you know even in the tablets it says you know 3d lord 3 3d 
they're just hiding the magic away from us. And if you get to 5D, the fifth Lord, that's the master of magic. We have all the magic. We just got to get out of the bullshit of 3D. Well, then just stop seeing it as it says. You know, if you don't see it, it does not exist. It's just not, you know. And there's, I think it was George Carlton that said, fuck them if they can't take a joke and joke them if they can't take a fuck. And that's how I see it. It, it is a big magic show. And I think that's so good that you said that because they have these events, these shows, and then they come in, well, let's take the Oklahoma bombing, 9-11. And then you look at the legislation in the wake after these events. And the legislation always takes away rights, takes away uh, our, our individual freedoms. And then they always make a buck on it I mean, whether it's the Oklahoma City bombing, I mean, the Department of Homeland Security actually delved in to develop a fertilizer for commercial use with a company they knew. So they, they give the farmers crappier fertilizer afterwards that doesn't ignite as well. The, the stuff previously isn't used as much. Um, everybody, they, everybody who is in the club makes a buck and everybody that's out of the club gets freedoms taken away. Just a comment on um, Oklahoma City real quick. So the one person who never gets talked about in the Oklahoma City bombing was uh, the person who the sketches originally showed depicting John Doe number two, who was actually a guy named Andres Strassmeyer. Andres Strassmeyer was a German national. He was Jewish. Uh, he had a dual Israeli citizenship. He spoke fluent Hebrew. And he was uh, Timothy McVeigh's handler, basically. And when you look into the Oklahoma City bombing, there were at least three additional bombs planted inside that building. If you watch the footage on the news from that day, they didn't try to hide that at all. Um, they even had an announcement in the parking lot, move back, move back. We found another bomb in the building. And you can hear that over the PA. So, yeah, like and then the next day, all that just disappeared. I mean, it's really, it's, it's fucking unbelievable. It's the same MO. And the whole purpose of Oklahoma City was to get us back into the war in Iraq. When you look at the, the newspaper articles that came out in the following days, they tried to blame it on Saddam Hussein, which is just fucking ridiculous. And then there were even books written, like Judith Miller wrote a book about it. I mean, it's a complete fiction, um, and it completely fell apart. And then that's when the narrative changed to Timothy McVeigh as a domestic terrorist, you know, but he worked for the CIA. He got... He wrote a letter to his sister, like a dumb fuck, saying that he's a CIA assassin, you know, and that letter made it out to all of us. Um, but yeah, it's the same MO over and over and over again. And COVID is no different. COVID is the same people doing the same stuff. It never changes. Um, and basically COVID, I think, proved that they've already conquered the entire West. The entire West was lock and step with each other over everything. And uh, yeah, so- Amen. Amen. I think we're fucking doomed. Honestly, I yeah, think we're doomed. And, and you know, when people Ryder, were, or, yeah, go ahead. Oh, when when people were saying like, well, you know, uh, Sweden did a did a whole different thing. And I was like, well, they already fucking got Sweden. It's already a socialist nation. They didn't yeah. need to do shit. What else did they need to do? In China, they just it's all they just being China. I mean, that's just that's normal shit for China. <laughs> China so it's just like China. I mean, that's just that's just normal China shit. So it wasn't nothing different there, but. When people were like, hey, maybe we need to fall Sweden, I was like, well, I mean, Sweden is socialist. So, I mean, they, they kind of don't need to do anything. Like, they, they've already got their people, like, locked in the way that they want them to be. So, um, they, they needed to destroy uh, destroy the West uh, to, uh, and 
that kind of gave everybody the foundation. Like, well, I mean, if the West is going to go along, then I mean, hell, I mean, what, what choice do we have? You know what I'm saying? And because uh, a whole lot of other places are, uh, quote unquote, more totalitarian. So um, when the West falls, everything else falls with it. All right, everyone, we are well into the second hour of the Forbidden Hangout. How is everyone doing? I hope you're doing great. I am almost drunk as fuck, just that far from drunk as fuck. And um, I'm about to uh, take a big bong dab rip. So I'll be even more inebriated. Um, I hope you guys are doing the same thing. It's Saturday night. We're here to have a good time and talk some conspiracies and some bullshit and anything you want, really. So if you want to join the conversation, join the chat. We want to hear from you. And you can even join in on this fabulous Zoom panel of conspiracy mommies and daddies and uh Tell us what you want to tell us about how you feel about reality. So come and join in. Email me, ForbiddenKnowledgeNews at gmail.com. Get you some, baby. Get you some. It's really interesting how you were talking about these bombings and stuff because the Boston bombing, this is something that really nobody knows about. There, there's two bombs that went off during the Boston bombing, but there was actually a third bomb that went off and that third bomb went off at the jfk library the jfk memorial library at the exact same time that the boston marathon bombings went off and guess where that happened guess where the bomb went off it went off in the archives department of the jfk memorial library right and that was kind of covered up like you can google that google uh bomb going off at jfk memorial library and, and no one knows about it because they were all focused on the two bombs that went off during the uh, the Boston uh, race. Yeah, that's so pretty fascinating. I'm going to definitely have to get to that eventually. I just usually don't study stuff past 1968, but I definitely need to make an exception for that. Um, so I'm going to I, 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 I want to show I want to do a screenshot. Yeah. Before you move on, though, the with the Boston bombing, Leanna Wynn made her debut there. That's another, that's interesting. That's, that's another right. interesting thing that people don't really. He's like, yeah, I heard, I heard the bomb. Yeah, I heard that bomb go off. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna, I don't know. It, most of you probably haven't seen much of my work on Kennedy. I'm just going to share this one screenshot, which will kind of like solidify a lot of the concepts that we've been talking about. Um, so this is a, an extremely rare uh photo that's cut from the robert hughes film and the robert hughes film was tampered with to blur all these people out but um ignoring jd Tippett there on the left which totally fucks half the world's conspiracy theories about him but you see these people with arrows over their heads um these people i'm sorry i, I moved all my stuff around can you guys hear me yeah okay mm -hmm. so yeah. these people with arrows over their heads um, first, let's start at the right. You, know, you have a guy in a parrot costume standing on Houston Street. No one ever talks about this because no one ever knew about it because I don't know why anyone ever talked about it. Probably one of the more censored things. But there's a guy standing there in a parrot costume. And then the three guys with arrows over their heads, these are three rabbis and they're wearing Purim ceremonial robes. And Purim is, a, is the story. It's from the Book of Esther. Uh, it's a story of uh, Mordecai and Haman. Haman was an augmented Persian Empire official who was planning to kill all the Jews, right? But uh, Esther and Mordecai, they got everyone to, to fast and to pray to God, and God answered their prayers, and they and then uh, Haman ended up getting hanged, and Mordecai took his place 
uh, Purim is a celebration of the salvation of the Jewish people. That's what it is. It normally happens in uh, March or April, but there's uh, when you when you talk about ritual sacrifice, you're only allowed to do a ritual sacrifice at the uh, at the Temple Mount. But there's one exception, and that's at a Purim festival. So when you look at this, and you look at other assassinations, particularly the assassination of Mayor Anton Cermak, you've got these rabbis wearing these archaic Purim ceremonial robes, and that. Pretty much to me, this photograph is the proof of conspiracy in the Kennedy assassination, greater than any other factor that people could incorporate. But it's all ritualistic. It all goes back to um, pre-Judaic stuff, like um, because um, I mean, how do I explain this? Babylonian death cult shit. Babylonian death cult shit, and like the Egyptian lore. Because I can tell you that the groups involved in this are the followers of Set and the Temple of Baal. And both of those go back to the Egyptian stuff like from thousands of years ago, even pre-Judaism. Uh, so, yeah. And uh, you, and got it all goes Mike, back to you got Michael Aquino. He's the one that uh, created the Temple of Set. No, that's a different one. That's a different one. The, the military Set, dude, yes. the, the modern guy. The Temple of Set. These are the followers of Set. It's, a, it's an older organization, but these people all connect ultimately to the rabbi of to the direct directly to Meyer Lansky, who ran the mob from 1931 through the late 70s. Most people think that Sicilian Italians ran the mob. It's the biggest lie in history. Um, the mob was ultimately run by Jews, particularly Meyer Lansky and his gang of um, of higher ups, including um, Hyman Larner and guys like that. But yeah, show, that's, show them the picture of the guy in the dog costume, Corey. That one's crazy. So this one, I'm kind of, I don't understand. Like right next to the parrot, you see, he got this orange and the white. To me, that's always looked like a dog costume. And he's got like a blue bow around his neck. But I've looked at other stills. Since I came to that conclusion, I've looked at other stills from the Pashal film. And I am going to backtrack a little bit on that conclusion. I can't say that with certainty. And now it's just gone from a suspicion. It's now it's back down to being a suspicion. I can't say with certainty, even though it kind of looks like it, like the I orange. I mean, if anything, the- it's like ornamental fucking costumes of right. some sort. Right. Um, the Pashal film is fascinating. There's like three or four guys um, as the limousine turns wearing these big orange things. I'm going to have to do an analysis of that film better, but um, yeah, this all goes back to ancient um, religious mumbo jumbo but ultimately killing kennedy was uh analogous to killing haman because kennedy was going to cut all aid to israel and that was seen as being the equivalent of haman going to kill all the jews in in the augmented persian empire right so yeah that's how they that's how kennedy went got pulled off Corey, have you looked into that the king kill 33 aspect um you know from james shelby downard no, can you can you explain a little bit? Um, he's basically saying what you're saying that it was like a ritualistic killing, and the and the Kennedy obviously represents the king. It's like some kind of. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yes, the killing of the king. I've heard the killing of the oh yeah, the killing of the king. That was in my presentation also. That's more of like a Freemason kind of thing or a secret society thing. But when you look into the Freemasons, I don't want to get into it. Related to it, right? They're totally related. Definitely, yeah. Fucking (laughs) yeah, yeah. So ultimately, what this really goes back to is has nothing to do with Jews or Judaism. It has to do with Zionism, uh, which was founded in 1897 by Theodor Herzl. And uh, basically, over the last hundred years, in my opinion, the entire religion of Judaism has been hijacked. You have statements from guys, early Zionists like Nahum Goldberg, who said that Hitlerism, and he said this in 1933, Hitlerism enables us to convert all Jews to Zionism. And that's what's happened over the last hundred years. Um, I don't see any way around it. So a lot of people criticize my work and say it's like anti-Semitic, but it's not. It's anti-Zionist, which is more of a political movement as opposed to the religious aspect. It's like a crazy mix between Judaism and Nazism. Well, that makes perfect sense when you get back into the relationship between the Zionists and Reinhard Galen, who, you know, of the Galen organization and how they funneled over 200,000 Nazis into South America. That all connects there. And then that ends up connecting to Pablo Escobar and the drug trade in the 1970s because the Galen organization got Pablo Escobar up and going. That that was their deal. He was a middleman the whole time. I mean, he never called the shots ultimately. Um, And that uh, that was basically uh, brought forth by Daniel Sheehan, who... um, you remember we met Daniel Sheehan and fucking <laughs> how good that I fucking guy, dude. When I uh, when the first time I talked to him, he was all excited about my Kennedy research, and then the next day he like tried to ignore me. It was hilarious. It was fucking hilarious. Oh, he couldn't wait to get out of our interview, dude. He was squirming the whole time. But yeah, I remember that shit. Corey, did you? Corey, did you, Corey, you, did you ever come? Ac- sorry. Go ahead. Corey, did you ever come across the uh, USS Liberty and the attack by Israelis during oh, yeah. the Six Days War? Oh yeah, what that wasn't that, that. Oh yeah, that was that was Israel, gentlemen, and it was a false flag. Gentlemen, Johnson was I in have on to it. Say good night. Oh, good night, gentlemen. Good before night. you have continue, a great night. Good night, I have to say good night. I'm still doing a bunch of work. Hey, anybody that's in the South that's listening, um, in the Chattanooga area, Natural New Earth Market happening next weekend. Big holistic fair. Um, healing that I've never even heard of from people from Germany and stuff are going to be there. It's going to be huge and a good time. So, and how can us, people find out more about that? Me. How can uh, they find out more about that? You know, I just go to, well, start watching stars of the morning light on YouTube. <laughs> I've been talking about it a lot, but also if you go to stars of the morning light.com, um, in the service page, there's an event section because i also do a lot of events and so you can get information there i'm on instagram and i'm on twitter i'm on facebook everything social for the most part i have to thank you so much because i don't know how we're going to survive without a female voice for the rest of the night but thank you for being thinking the same (laughs) thank you gentlemen it's been my pleasure all right well have a great night thank you for coming on thanks courtney Hi, Ryder. Yeah. Corey, oh, on, on, on to the U.S. Liberty. Uh, oh, go ahead. 
I was just going to say, I'm so glad that you mentioned Reinhard Galen because so few people know about him and how he went from a Nazi to a CIA spy. And yeah, and he founded the BND. We let him found the German intelligence service. So the Nazi was put right back in charge of intelligence in Germany. It's fucking unbelievable. Reinhard Galen is, I'd say, top three people in of importance in the 20th century. Unquestionably, him, Jack, him, him and Jack Valente are two out of three. Get, and I don't know who would be number one. Pa, I think Jack Valente, when you really come to understand who Jack Valente was, goddamn. Unbelievable what impact he's had. He controlled all the propaganda out of Hollywood from 66 until 2004. Every movie, every television show, fucking, everything. Some fucking three-letter agency fucking clandestine balls right there. Yeah, but back to the Liberty. Um, yeah, I mean, that was definitely a plot. Johnson was in on it. He said, and I quote, I want that goddamn ship going to the bottom. It was all meant to drag us into a war with Egypt. But of course, uh, that didn't happen. Um, so, but that's, but see, the Liberty is, is known uh, as far as maritime disasters. There are two others that nobody knows about, nobody ever talks about, no book has ever been written on it. Uh, but the Israelis and the CIA cabal, whatever, was uh, directly involved in the sinking of the USS Thresher, which was like our first top of the line nuclear submarine. And the evidence for that is because as soon as it was sunk, um, John McCain's father, Admiral McCain, through his connection to Guy Bannister, who was one of the top you know, people whose name comes up in the Kennedy assassination down in New Orleans, uh, it was him and his relationship with the ADL and other Jewish groups, particularly the company Schlumberger Corporation. Um, <laughs> so Schlumberger ended up um, being responsible for the recovery of the thresher. So what do they do? They sink an American submarine so they can send their own people in to extract the technology and steal it from us, which is exactly what the fuck they did. And then Schlumberger was actually also the owner of the bunker in uh, Homa, Louisiana, where David Ferry and his guys went in to steal all the ammunition and arms out of that the, that Garrison ended up charging him with years later. But see, all these things connect back to the same people. It's always them and the CIA, and it gets old after a while. Like I just want to find a conspiracy that was done by like the Mormons, right? Or give me somebody else. And it's, it's always the same babies, groups. Too busy having babies. I'm 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 familiar with the with the uh, USS Liberty because I was uh, friends on Long Island with someone who was a hand on that ship when it was attacked oh no kidding um and i'm very familiar with the thresher story as well as the scorpion story uh because i happen to be a graduate of basic enlisted submarine school of the united states navy and it's definitely a topic they discuss i think you'd be surprised as to what really happened yeah i mean they just released last year 300 pages of documents on the thresher i haven't gotten to reading them yet i've been way too busy but uh it's on my to-do list and it'll probably be a part of my second book that I write after this one um, because there's so many things in American history that we either don't talk about, people don't know about, or the official story is garbage that need to be exposed. Totally understood. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you what I was told at the time was that it was declassified information at the time, which was 1994. But uh, I don't doubt that the information that was just released 300 pages that, as you mentioned, is probably still full of baloney. But in 1994, we were told that the scorpion and the thresher and a Soviet submarine all went down within firing distance of each other. Yeah, that's wild. That's just, that's wild. All right. Casey Anderson in the chat says, y'all are some good looking men. Cat call. 
Man, I, I am I'm offended. The chat tonight. I'm offended I'm getting catcalled. Uh, what about you, X Cubed? Don't you hate yeah. getting catcalled? No, we were just talking about this because on our we have like our no, on our normal show that's like about TV and movie reviews. We just did She Hulk and like oh we were we were just making fun of the hypocrisy of the show, how she was like angry about being catcalled in the first episode, and by episode three, she's like twerking. So yeah. <laughs> Casey, yeah, cat call me, cat call me all day, baby. All day. <laughs> <laughs> I could only make it through the first three minutes of that show. It's yeah. fucking atrocious. X Cube made me watch it. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> for the woke okay. factor it's or okay. what? I mean, is it like super bad for that? For the woke factor? Well, yeah. Plus, oh, the writers are just fucking lazy. Yeah, yeah like the closing. That's statement that's, all, that's right. on par for everything in Hollywood. In the, in the beginning, so bad, mm-hmm. so horrible. <clears throat> um, we're going to be yeah. reviewing a uh, Samaritan on monday which believe it or not for a stallone film i actually liked it and i'm a very harsh critic of all entertainment stuff stallone he's back yeah he did samaritan he's like a superhero who goes into like hiding in retirement and then he gets outed by this kid good it was actually a good good movie i'm surprised i actually liked it a couple of like new wave like testosterone movies that came out like top gun and the one you're talking about that are kind of like a revivalist of like old school action movies and shit um, I thought that uh, the new Top Gun was okay. It was the identical movie to the first one. I haven't seen it yet, and all kinds of like you know people on like <laughs> you're super far right ringers are like fucking Top Gun, go check it out, brother. <laughs> um, it's funny because they never they never tell you who the enemy is, but they kind of you know based on the, the terrain, it kind of imply that it's Russia, but they never outright say it. But uh, I watched another um, Tom Cruise movie this week. I actually got around to watching Eyes Wide Shut, which I had never seen before. Really? You never saw? Oh, man. No. I, I know. I was like, I, I was like, how the fuck can I have not seen that movie? Yeah, so I went ahead and watched it. I was pleasantly surprised. Everything. Dan, hear you, Dan. Dan, you're, you're muted. I'm going to have to bounce, but I wanted to mention, uh, I, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't do it, but I will. Um, yes. A, a cons- Conspiracy revolving around the Mormons. If you ever want to check one out, it's a uh, satanic ritual abuse and Mormonism. There was a book that came out. Dude, I know what it, you're talking about. Yes, dude, it's legit. Hundred pages of hell. It's by a. Yeah. It's by an author named Gerald Tanner, and it goes into how the general authority of the Mormon Church came to light, indicating that a satanic cult within the LDS Church was sexually abusing children. Really good deal for a hundred page book. Uh, yes, if you want, dude, you gotta you know, check that out for sure. I'll definitely read that here on everything for real. All right, guys, I'm gonna take off. Thanks so much. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks for coming Ryan. on. Appreciate you, brother. All right, Dan, were you saying you were, you were muted there? Don't remember. Nah, we'll get back to it then. Take a few more sips of drinky poo and we'll get back to it. No, I think I was saying that um, when I saw the video of She-Hulk twerking, I at first thought it was Michael Obama, but it was She-Hulk. Close <laughs> enough. What's with all hey. this? So woke. Everything is woke. Hollywood is basically dead. They're just going so woke. The comedians are so woke. They're they, killing themselves, dude. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't understand that the new lord of the rings show is so woke that they created the i I haven't watched it just because i was afraid of it being fucking woke god damn it yeah that's woke the new game of thrones uh house of dragon is house of trans how can that be woke it takes place in fucking medieval times they didn't even know what the fuck woke was going on how is that woke 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, during during those times, they they thought that a woman couldn't get uh, pregnant if she had an orgasm. I mean, no, that that she only got pregnant if she had an yeah, orgasm. Yeah, that's it. That's right. Yeah, Th- that's like so, that's going to take so, a lot so, of work. Bro. So, so it, well, it's, well, it was like so so they didn't believe him when they got raped. It's like, well, you're pregnant, so there ain't no way you didn't like it. So I mean, you must you must have let the guy, right. you know. <laughs> so it's just like there, X Cube. Thank you. Yeah, I said, ain't no way you right. Uh, you got right because you're pregnant, so you, you had to like it. I mean, That's literally, it. if you've seen the movie The Last Duel, that is what that movie is about. I mean, straight up. Now it's it's like two hours worth of just getting to that to that point, but it's pretty much the the defense's argument is that you couldn't have been right because you're pregnant. And the only way for you to get pregnant is that you had to have some type of pleasure from the encounter. That's it. That's the premise. I was like, I don't think that's the way it is, I, but I it just lets you know how, I've heard how, 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 how people like, like, like differences as we go throughout history, the way people in general are viewed as far as in certain situations, like abortion and things of that nature. You know what I'm saying? 60, 70 years ago, you know, who's talking about abortions? You, you know, now it's just like, oh, yeah, let's go get abortion. Just like our our ideology just changes so much over time. We're moving more and more towards bastardizing our sales. It was all mm-hmm. in the shadows, yeah. you know, because they would go get abortions, right? And die. Mm-hmm. And die. Yes, you, you, you said abortions. You guys are talking about abortions. It reminds me, there's an abortion clinic like two minutes down the road from where I live. And like every weekend, there's a bunch of blue haired trannies out there fucking protesting. It's like abortion. Mr. Garrison. <laughs> and it's like, what's what is happening? You, you guys, you, you, you really are. I can tell you guys, your dicks are still hanging out. You're protesting abortion, something that you will have n- never have any understanding of pregnancy or anything like that. But it's all like either gay dudes or, or trannies out there <laughs> uh, protesting the abortion clinic. And I find it humorous every time I drive by. I give them a little honk. I'm like, hey, guys, how you doing? Well, well there was a guy. He's from Canada. He was he was saying that, you know, guys should move in solidarity with the women because they're losing their rights. So they should just go ahead and, and get a vasectomy. I'm just like, do what? I, I mean, but but why? Uh, Mental illness is overtaking us. It's a depopulation <laughs> fetish that just goes all across their board. Doesn't matter what it is. It's just got to no babies, whatever, whatever the kink may be. The left eats it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know that you women, can, that the men can get pregnant, Chris. You don't know that the men can get pregnant and breastfeed. I've seen it in plenty of magazines oh. lately. Yes, I've seen Chest that article. Feed. Oh, yeah, that is true. Chess feet. Chess feet. I really want to see the scientific white papers behind it. I have not yet to see that, but I've seen some articles in like, like people are bullshit woke magazines about it for sure. Wait, does does the baby come out of the pee hole or the butthole? This is what I'm wondering. I need to see some. I need to see the process about this. I, I may even next Arnold need to have to see a fucking actual video yeah. of this <laughs> just to understand. Arnold Schwartz, what Birch said. That's it, twins, junior. right? Oh, Junior, Junior, yes. Yeah. Okay. We just need to watch that again, I guess. But uh, about the population, uh, you know, the overpopulation, right? I'm not a fan of Musk. I think he's, uh, you know, a lifetime actor or whatever. 
but he said on a show the other day that uh, actually there is an underpopulation problem <laughs> that the mm -hmm. birth rate yeah. the birth rate in most of these industrialized countries is like way below the you know the refill right way more people are dying than be are being born you know well i mean when you look at china china had that one child policy right mm -hmm. like and japan just doesn't have sex yeah <laughs> and woke people <laughs> gave their kids on the planet it's just mismanagement mm -hmm. say that again eric there's not a lack of resources on this planet there's just mismanagement yeah yeah uh, like, plenty you for everyone you can fit the entire you live in alaska uh eric and you can fit the entire population of the planet in alaska with ease with, sure. with ease and there's enough resources for everyone. And then, I mean, if that point, if we had to ship people out to go to the farmlands to do the farming and bring it back, like it would still be cost effective for us to function this way. There's literally that much resource on this planet and that much wealth. Yeah. The, you know, if we paid every value. Yeah. Is, if we paid everybody in apples instead of dollars, right. If, 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 if the fruits of our labor were literally fruits for our labor and they were perishable, there would be no point, nor would we tolerate people having billions of apples. Yeah. Yeah, you got a good point there. And it's great. That movie <laughs> I Am by the, the director of uh, um, uh, God, what was that? Uh, Pet Detective or whatever with um, Carrie? Ace Ventura. Ace Jim Ventura. Car Jim Carrey. The director of I the, Am. I am, yeah. He did an about face after a head injury and made this movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's, I don't know, it's like probably seven years old now, but um, it's interesting. Like at the end, there's an animated uh, short in a way that tells the story of what you were just saying, basically. It's mm -hmm. like, how, why would we tolerate the leader of the tribe just hoarding all of the meat that is just going to go bad? You know? Right. <laughs> yep. And that's what we tolerate every single day. It's a, yeah, well, well. Well, most most humans are meant to follow. I mean, it's just it. Yeah, I mean, there's not many it. that can yeah. that are standing up with an original thought or ideas to get us out of this stuff. And yep. uh, unfortunately, uh, seemingly the majority of people are just following. But I, I have hopes. I don't know. I have hopes. We're for all it. very programmable, and a few people are taking advantage of that knowledge. The rest of us mm -hmm. are just walking around very distracted. There's a lot of money and intention in distracting us from paying attention to the big game. But the power players are well aware of the fact that we, the people, are extremely programmable. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's really interesting that you talk about that, Eric, because we, we've been, done a couple of shows together. And you're like, well, what's the point of creating all these robots and this AI to take care of everything? Because you would have mm -hmm. to you'd have to fix them. You'd have to go mm -hmm. in and, and uh, they require maintenance, but we as human beings are the easiest programmable species ever, right? Mm -hmm. Whenever you go to a job, you, you learn it by uh, being programmed yeah. to learn it. Right. So we are the robots that we dream of, yeah. but we're by somebody else's design and we just fail to realize that. And we are the hardware that could be reprogrammed in the blink of an eye. Like, like, like you said, right, the, the, this robot that we're attempting to build is so far off from having our capabilities. I could take any one of you, bring you out to a field and have you doing farm work, or I could bring you into an office and have you answer. There's so many different things that I could put you to task on. You guys are the greatest robots, and you take very little energy over the course of a year to power you. And you self-replicate. So if we dropped off a bunch of you somewhere, you'd self-replicate, and there'd be more of you. <laughs> I mean, that's something I talk about too is uh, 
there's this conflation of, of the human condition and, and human nature. Everyone talks about the human condition as if it's human nature, but it's just a condition. It's conditioning. Mm -hmm. it's conditioning. Yeah, totally. Yeah. All right. I want to take this time to welcome everybody once again to the Forbidden Hangout. We're entering hour two, and I want to congratulate everyone who's still here with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. We are going to get even deeper now. Uh, if you guys can hang out, please do. If you want to join us, please do join the conversation, join the chat. Uh, <laughs> we got some, some spooky music playing in the background, but I can't wait to hear from all of you because we hope you join us here. Uh, and let's go even further into our, our rabbit holes. Y'all love them holes. Do you guys uh, want to see the most clearest version of the Zagruder film ever created? Yes. MK Davis. Yes. Oh no, this is gonna open up. Oh goodness. Oh, let's do let's do some show and tell. Go for it, writer. <laughs> Everybody get your show and tell stuff. Go full screen. And I want to once again thank everyone who is here. Apparently, we are some sexy conspiracy daddies. Uh, and we're here for you. We're here to serve you. We're here to give you what you need when it comes to your conspiracy needs, baby. We are conspiracy daddies. <laughs> Union of the conspiracy daddies. I'm taking it. <clears throat> yeah, the Zapruder film is oh, definitely uh, the Zapruder film is definitely a, a, an edited film. Um, a lot went on in the documents, particularly with the Secret Service car that the, this doesn't catch or was edited out or, but there were multiple people who ran up to the limo and back. Um, and that's not mentioned anywhere in anybody's books or anything like that. Not captured in the film. Yeah. There's that big black line. That's like on the bottom of the film. Well, that I mean, might... that's from the editing, but it's a slowed down version it is probably like, watch this. You right. can see no, it in it's like a fence. Right it's a fence. Or something right it's not a oh. natural line right yeah there. so um abraham zapruder most people don't know this but he was a part owner of the daltex building um along with two other men sam bloom and morris jaffe morris jaffe was one of lyndon johnson's best friends um both of those guys sam bloom sam bloom was basically um I have the documents showing that uh, because of his role in the Dallas Citizens Council, he was the head of the Dallas Citizens Council, which controlled where the motorcade went. I have the documents of him meeting with four Sorrels of the Secret Service. He met with J. Walton Moore, the FBI. So Sam Bloom uh, definitely coordinated with the, the government in regards to how the motorcade was going to go down. And especially since when you look at the fact that Kennedy wanted to have his talk at the women's building, not at um, the trademark. Okay. So let me pause right there. The trademark was owned by a company called Permindex, which was a Mossad front company. And they were basically the oversight board that um, made most of the top level decisions on the assassination. And board members of Permindex were guys like uh, Dulles, Angleton, um, Tibor Rosenbaum, who was the uh, head of the Jewish agency in Switzerland and the head of a bank called BCI, the Bank Decreti Internationale, which was used by Israel in the beginning for all their international dealings. He was partnered with a guy named uh, Edgar Bronfman. And uh, okay, so Edgar Bronfman's 
brother Charles Bronfman, definitely connected to Les, uh, Leslie Wex Wexner. Wexner, I always forget that guy's name. Uh, and his daughters, uh, Sarah and Claire, were responsible for funding the Nexium sex cult. So the Bronfmans have, have a long history of human trafficking. Their father, um, Samuel Bronfman, was the founder of the Seagrams Corporation, and they were running alcohol for uh, Al Capone back in the back in the day when it got through Cleveland. So when you look into the connections of these people, particularly we're talking about Abraham Zapruder, like all these guys were in on this, you know, whether or not they knew Kennedy, it would, uh, whether or not Zapruder knew Kennedy would be killed. I don't know, but I can't believe that he didn't. When you look at who his partners and who his relationships were, like I find Kennedy is more of a study of relationships than anything else. When you understand who these people were and how close their relationships were to them, the whole fucking thing falls right into place. Any word, thank you so much for the tip. And he asks, how many people in the limo, Corey? Uh, well, the driver, you have, what is it, Greer? And uh, I always forget the other guy's name because he wasn't really overly uh, involved in my research. And you had like, uh, so six, right? You have Conley and his wife and Kennedy and uh, his wife until they pass through the underpass. And then there's a seventh for a couple, for a moment. So um that's because the Zagruder film was edited whenever he oh, yeah. behind the uh uh the the freeway sign there's a cut in the film so there could be that mm -hmm. means any editor or anybody that uh studies film knows that anything could happen after that cut in the film right, right. so mm -hmm. it could have been anything after they go after he pans over to the uh freeway sign right behind it you can clearly see i'm trying to pull it up but it's been removed from youtube that actually shows the cut in the film so right right so uh, the, to me the zapruder film is like has no evidentiary value other than to show the direction that kennedy went once he got hit um like it, it really offers nothing else uh, other than it has, it, has, it has a bunch of negative evidence. Cause when you read through the secret service statements um, you've got John D Jack Reedy, who was on the front passenger side of the vehicle. He, when Kennedy gets shot, he steps off and runs up to the limousine and then run. He's ordered to come back to the limousine or to, to the secret service car. Okay. A guy named McIntyre was the lead agent on the secret service car. So, there were at least two of the Secret Service guys besides uh, Clint Hill who got off the limo and ran to the front to get towards the, because they both were limousines, so I always mix them up when I speak, but uh, the Secret Service car was behind the limousine, and so you had three Secret Service agents run to the limousine, and the only one who stayed was Clint Hill, and he's a fucking traitor because he held uh, Jackie down as the grassy knoll shooter hopped into the limo after the overpass and i can show that picture if you guys want to see it show me daddy yeah. show me show the daddy yeah mm. Corey, have you ever heard anything about the shooters coming in through uh from cuba into the venice airport in florida on oh the way to the event uh, okay um so the, it's funny you mentioned the Venice airport because that was the same airport that the 9-11 hijackers allegedly That's were supposed correct. to... Right. Well, guess who was the leasee of that airport in 1947? Uh, Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus? Clay Shaw. Who's Clay, Clay Shaw? Shaw? Clay Shaw was the leasee of that airport in 1947, and he was seen there with David Who's Ferry. Clay Shaw? Clay Shaw was the guy who Garrison put on trial for the conspiracy. The, the whole... Okay. Uh, Fucking sexy eyebrows, baby. Movie. Sexy eyebrows. So now my question to you then is, who is he leasing it from? That's a really good question. That I don't I know. know. The answer. 
You do know the answer. Oh. Yes, I do. The Venice Airport is on the Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus grounds. Interesting, because you know what I and found? A rich history between that outfit and the U.S. government and secret operations. Now, that makes sense because the CIA was using a lot of these traveling carnivals. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and they were using things like ice capades and Disney on ice as smuggling fronts. Um, I was able to connect a guy who used to ice skate at the Winterland Ice Arena where David Ferry allegedly went, whose father worked for Humble Oil, who got mm-hmm. hired by ice capades with only six weeks experience um, of ice skating. Great intel. So cool. the Ringling Brothers and Barnum Bailey Circus Grounds, which you know. Oh, and I, gr- I grew up in Sarasota. Just so you know, Excellent. I grew up in Sarasota. Excellent. I'm going to I'm going to hook you up. So that circus grounds was where the Ringling Brothers uh, Clown College was. Do you know who the first dean of Clown College was? No, I don't. Joe Biden. Bill Ballantyne. Really? Bill Ballantyne was the lead propagandist of the OSS. Um. OK, I thought that was C.D. Jackson, but you um, no, might be correct. Bill Ballantyne. He was also bisexual and a lover of Dulles. Oh, all those guys were gay back then. It's just weird. Like- <laughs> so Valentine had a lot on Dulles, and the circus and the CIA have been literally in bed with each other for quite some time, and the Venice Airport and JFK and 9-11 are a great conversation. All right, let me screen share. We'll take this from... I wasn't really planning on going over this today, but why not? Um, so basically here we have Clint Hill up on the back of the limousine. Um, you can see the car in front of him. The, the, lead, the, the very lead car had like... Um, Decker and it had four sorrels and a couple other guys, the secret service. And let me see if this one, what does this one say? Um, if this is, this is one of the, uh, no, this is, here we go. During a shooting, S.A. Reedy runs towards the limousine, but is called back by Asic Roberts. That's not shown in the Zapruder film. So it was definitely cut out. But here you go. They, they played a game of leapfrog. So you saw that the brake lights were on on the lead car and that the limousine is, ends up going around the lead car, right? So you have like the limousine was motioning him around too. Um, he goes around the lead car, but then in the next photo, the lead car is now jumping around the limousine once again. So they did this like double jump here, right? And I believe the reason that they did that, well, I'll get to that in a second here. So now you have, this is really important because when, uh, uh, shit, I've explained it so many times, but I do it differently every time. Let me see if I can find this one image I'm looking for. You guys in the here. audience, you better start tipping right now. You're getting Kennedy realizations live time. You guys can't beat this. So on the side of the Secret Service car, you have John D. Jack Reedy and Paul Landis. Now, I got those red heads circled here, uh, the, the head here circled in red, but most people say that that's Kennedy. I don't know that. I don't believe that that's Kennedy. It doesn't make sense because it's so much smaller than Jackie and the rest of the heads in the car. It looks like a shadow and it, the physics of it don't really make sense. Uh, but I, I'll ignore that part for today. But you can see John D. Jack Reedy and Paul Landis, two white guys, both about six foot tall on the side of the car. And then when you and you can see this, this is the lead, the lead car doing the, the leapfrog. And then uh, now on the side of the car is only two people. And one of them, John D. Jack Reedy, is this guy holding the AR-15. So he hopped into the into the Secret Service car. And now there's only one person on the side of the Secret Service car because uh, Landis hopped into the limo also, right? So, but here in, when you zoom in, this is the McIntyre photo. It's kind of strange because the guy who took the photo's name is McIntyre and McIntyre was the Secret Service agent on the driver's side of the car. No coincidence. It's just a coincidence, I'm pretty sure. But you got somebody standing in the back seat of the goddamn president's limousine holding a rifle. Uh, they're wearing a black jacket, a black hat, and you can see right here at a 45 degree angle, 
they're holding something and it's blocking the windshield of the secret service car which indicates it's in front of the secret service car and what else could he be standing on except the back seat of the limousine right so that I've concluded is the shooter on the knoll who they picked up on the other side of the overpass or under the overpass. This part, I'm still trying to work through. I need to get to Dallas really. And I need to do some of my own observations because there might be, and this is the first time I've ever said this, there might be a slight possibility that the final headshot didn't come from the knoll, that it came from the tunnel um, underneath the overpass. And I I don't want to commit to that. I still need to look more into it, but I know who the person was, right? So you got this picture. You can see there that uh, you definitely clearly see it here. A guy holding something at a 45 degree angle inside the back of the president's limousine. And there's only one person here. You got yeah, this person right here on the side of the secret service car. And then John D. Jack Reedy is in the back seat holding the AR-15. Okay. So it's not John D. Jack Reedy. Then in the following photograph, boom, you have two people on the side of the uh, secret service car. And this split second, I discovered this photo. I knew exactly who those two people were. The person on the left right here is the one and only Jack Valenti. And the person right here, David Morales. This is the proof that David Morales was involved in the assassination. I don't know if you're familiar with David Morales what, or, or not, but um, so it's definitely, this is before Kennedy gets to Daly Plaza. It's John D. Jack Reedy and Paul Landis on the side of the car. You can tell it's still them at this point. Here you got Dave Powers in the back seat. He's about to hop out of the car. And then it goes here, right? But look, there's, you have the driver. Um, it, uh, it's not Emory. Who is it? The driver is uh, Samuel Kinney. Okay, so you got Samuel Kinney and Emory Roberts. There's only two people in that front seat, right? But then the next photo, boom, you have three people in the front seat. All right. So that person hopped back in, the, hopped into the car, and now Landis is back on the outside of the car, and Reedy is right here in the back seat with the AR-15. There you go. That's how the grassy knoll shooter got away. He stowed away in the Secret Service car and in the back of the limousine. I have a feeling there is some major um, occultic stuff with this, because when you look into Jack Valenti, he sent the letter to Kennedy inviting him to Texas in the first place. Period. He started the whole ball rolling. He, his company, Weekly and Valenti, organized all of the events that Kennedy was to speak at, both in Austin and in Dallas, right? Um, so, let me stop screen share. And then Jack Valenti, along with Sam Bloom, sat on the board of the Dallas Citizens Council, which controlled where, the, uh, where it went. And then also Jack Valenti is the one who released the motorcade to the newspapers, right? They had to release the, the motorcade route so they could say that Oswald saw it in the newspaper. That was done on November 18th. People will say that they changed the motorcade route. I don't have any evidence of that at all. All I know is that Jack Valenti posted the correct route on the 18th of November. So Jack Valenti was very important in every step along the way. And then when you fast forward, so David Ferry is alleged to have gone to uh, the Winterland Ice Rink, right? And he went ice skating with two guys, Alvin Boboof and quote unquote Melvin Coffee, which is really just an alias for a guy named Leighton Martins. But when you dig into the Winterland, you'll find not only did, was the Winterland owned by Lyndon Johnson, um, you'll find that the woman who was running the Winterland was a woman named Mary Boots Roberts, a.k.a. Joyce Rowland, and that she had a cousin named Vincent Caltagrone Jr. Vincent Caltagrone Jr. is Jack Valenti's brother-in-law up until 1961. And Vincent Caltagrone Jr., I have also identified as the real Raul who set up James Earl Ray in the Martin Luther King assassination, which leads me to believe that Jack Valente is also the assassin of Martin Luther King. But that I still have to get to. That I'm just speculating, but one day I'll prove it. 
And don't worry, ladies and gentlemen, you can still get Corey's book. And you're not missing anything because your book is like 10,000 pages long, right? It's going to be, it's, it's at least, it's going to be at least 500. I mean, I've got over 300 pages done right now. So it's going to be at least 500. Um, and so I'm going to say right here for the record, I'm not suicidal. I'll never kill myself. I don't even <laughs> own a car. Do. Yes. I don't own a car to get into a one car car accident and I'm not doing any drugs to overdose on. Okay. Dude, especially so. if you're going to be living with us. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't speak know. too soon. <laughs> no, I expect, us have, I expect us to have like a gas leak or something. Um, so yeah, let's oh, yeah. get rid of that All stove right, and get, get an electric. Gas, yeah. gas tanks. <laughs> I feel secure right. already. Hell yeah. But no, I've been working on Kennedy for over four years. I cracked most of the case in three. Um, and uh, yeah, it's all going to be in my book. Have you got, have you yeah. talked about the motivation for assassinating him? Like, yeah, it was over his, uh, he was going to cut all aid to Israel. Um, the, basically, so starting in the fifties, they start to, so you got Zalman Shapiro. I'm going to back up a little. You got Zalman Shapiro, um, who is a Jewish businessman out of Philadelphia. He opens a company called NUMEC, the Nuclear Materials and Equipment Corporation. And they are, they get approval from the government because they're all, they're in on this thing, right? So they get approval from the government to manufacture enriched uranium for use in nuclear submarines, okay? Between 1956 and 1965, or possibly even later, they funneled over 600 pounds of uranium out of Apollo, Pennsylvania for use at the Demona nuclear reactor. So when Kennedy called them out on the construction of the nuclear reactor, I mean, it was in Time Magazine in 1960. It was an open secret at that time. And when he confronted Ben-Gurion in May of 63 through what's called the Battle of Letters, uh, he says, we're gonna get inspectors into Demona or we're gonna cut your aid, like in no uncertain terms. Uh, so then what happens? Ben-Gurion resigns and you have Levi Eshkol takes over as like a temporary prime minister. And he again addresses the issue with Eshkol and Eshkol basically tells him to pound sand. Right. But when was the Walker shooting? April 10th of 63. That was done to set up Lee Harvey Oswald. That was prior to Kennedy's demands to Ben-Gurion. And so uh, Kennedy knew about Numec. He knew about the Sonborn Institute, the large scale smuggling operation that was ongoing at the time of the assassination for over 20 years. Uh, and he's like, fuck these people. All they ever do is lie. It's a direct quote from John Kennedy. He was going to cut all aid. And that brings us back to the rabbis in Dealey Plaza with the Purim robes, the symbolic killing of Haman, because they saw Kennedy as going to be the death of the Jewish people. By cutting all aid to Israel, they would have fucking crumbled within, within a decade. There'd be no more Israel. The surrounding states would have seen weakness and they would have just pounced on them. And so... If Kennedy would have cut aid to Israel, they totally would have been fucked. They knew it, and so they killed him. And, of course, when you want to understand the relationship between the CIA and Israel, all you got to do is study James Angleton. He was the – up until Rahm well, after him, you had Rahm Emanuel, who was the highest-level Israeli spy in our government. But at the time – <laughs> at the time but um, also cory i'm i'm hearing in the chat that the audience can't hear you it says like, there's no sound you guys can hear me right yeah i hear yeah. you though it says cory no sound there's no sound hmm Weird. that'd be that'd be really bad for the for the last <laughs> 10 minutes <laughs> ted you are muted sorry, sorry i'm not yeah. I'm not though. I, I know I, I heard everything, but uh <sighs> story of my life here, people. Story of my life when I get to the good part. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, it'll be on the not to let you say that. It'll so be on the recording and then it'll you, I'll catch now, you later. I'm reticent to ask. <laughs> um <laughs> go ahead. 
Um, any idea, like, so when you're talking like these, it makes me wonder, like motives and things like that. So when you say that it was because Kennedy was going to cut off their finances from the U.S., any idea what type of numbers those were and then what percentage of their overall budget that would have been? You know, I don't have those. I, 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 those, I'm sure that number is available, but that's honestly, that's not something that I even thought to look into at the time. Because that, um, that would so. clarify the motive at that point to a, a specific dollar amount, I imagine. Right. Um, but he felt that, you know, they were, uh, he knew about the criminal operations and I, they, he had to have known about the relationship with the mob because oh, sure. the, the, the funny thing is like the, all the shooters were mob associates and CIA associates. They were all contract agents or subcontract agents, right? So you got guys like um, Clay Shaw, who was like the highest level security clearance there is, still a contract agent. He would hire his own people underneath that. But David Ferry was definitely CIA going back to 47. The reason he had no hair, lost all his hair, wasn't from alopecia. Odds are he was one of the early U-2 pilots. And because of the pressurization in the suits, some of the early U-2 pilots lost all their fucking hair and it never grew back. I believe him to be one of them. I can't totally prove that but there are two references in the garrison files to david ferry having been a u2 pilot and if he was working with clay shaw back in 47 then fuck of course that he would have they would have used him he was that highly skilled of a pilot so one of the things i forgot to clarify about the venice airport before uh which adds to the the mystery of things is that it's the to my understanding it's the only airport in the u.s that has no air traffic control tower you just come and go as you please that's crazy yeah. Like, how do you know if you're going to get hit by a plane coming out of Tampa? I mean, that's why they... You, you have to follow the same protocols for like if you're like a remote bush pilot where there's no air traffic control towers, but there are protocols. But this is a large airport that has no air traffic control tower. That's, that's weird. That's really weird. Yep. Yeah, it's very shady. There's, there's a lot of peculiar stuff that happens uh, in the night at Venice Airport. Um, yeah, I never knew uh, when I was growing up how close... Um, you know, the shady shit going on with the CIA was right next door. I actually, believe it or not, I haven't, uh, when I was like six or seven years old, my aunt on my dad's side was married to a guy named Paul Gale. Paul Gale was a founding member of the OSS and a founding member of the CIA. And he was the head uh, CIA station chief in Iran at the time of the revolution in 79 when they threw us out. Um, I didn't, I wish I would, I was older then because like he died when I was like eight or nine years old, you know? So he must have crazy stories. My, my dad would try to talk to him and like he, my dad said that he would just mystically be able to change the conversation without you even knowing he changed the conversation. Like he would just That's steer you, steer him away from everything. But, and I tried to look information up on him. I can't find a damn thing. I found a memorial for him. But um, yeah, I, I'm, he had to have been involved in so much. There have to be millions of pages of documents connected to him. I can't find one of them. Mm -hmm. Have you gone to the CIA website and done like the, uh, on their freedom of information section now? There's, you'd be surprised what you can find. Oh, no, I, I'm, yeah, I'm always go, weary right of going their, there. You can go right to their website and there's um, what they call the Crest information section, if I remember correctly. And there's just a, a search engine and you can type in whatever you want and they have a they have thousands and thousands of declassified documents that'll i mean it's not the best search engine because they're not really trying to help you find the stuff but it's in there <laughs> you know it's there x cube are you shrinking yes yes oh, i, I currently damn. am 
Yeah, well, I, I I needed to lean back. I am an old man, so my, my back was a little stiff. You're like so. an extension of the mountain near the bridge. It's like X Cube's yeah. head is at the bottom of the mountain. Am I still not coming across? Floating in the bay. Uh, no, am I still not good. coming across? We, we, we got everything settled here. It's hey, all good. Um, Eric, if you do a show, I'd love to come on your show and we could talk more about Kennedy and other things. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I'm always happy to have people on and connect dots and make things, you know, figure things out. You're obviously studying stuff that you're way more of an expert on the topic, but there's things in my research and the folks that I've talked to that are pertinent to what you're looking for. So I'd be happy to share what I know and see what we can figure out. Awesome. That sounds good. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. I'm sorry. Did I already ask if I was being still muted in the chat? Yeah, we're good. We everybody has yeah. figured out. I had a little button no. press that I shouldn't have. I made a no-no. Oh, so you but, so you, you work for the CIA, don't you? You muted my uh, shit. <laughs> I, 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 it Corey, was intentional. You were not supposed it, to figure this shit out. I was the, supposed to be the one to kill you, dude. No wonder you're luring me to Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> figured it out already. Fuck. It's all. It's all. Hey, I, I know. I know your your ex and her connections to the CIA. So man, <laughs> anything's possible. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we all know that one. All right, all right. All right, guys. Well, welcome again. If you're just tuning in to the Forbidden Hangout, we still we got a bunch of people watching. Thank you for sticking around this long. Uh, we still going to go for a little while longer because I'm still conscious, and um, I could probably ha use a couple of more drinks. So we're still here, and I want to thank our in-studio audience. Um, writer's hiding right now, but we got Dan. Dan, what's up, man? How you doing? He's right behind me, right there. You can't see him. He's just out of focus. Just chilling. Uh, chilling. Uh, I'm, I'm not a dog parent. I'm a dog babysitter this weekend, and we got three dogs in the house, and we're we're drinking and we're partying and we're taking dabs. I'm bringing two more. Pretty cool. Yeah, man. Oh, man. It's, a, it's a dog house right now and it's crazy, but they're having a good time. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. If you want to join in the fun tonight, leave a, anything in the chat you want. And you can even join in here. I don't give a fuck. Leave, send me an email. I'll send you a Zoom link. Come on in. Yeah, so 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 the question is, what what do we think because it's obvious that, you know, COVID's starting to settle down. What's what's the next? That monkeypox didn't do anything. That was kind of pointless. Except to a few uh, gay so, guys' butts, it did some things. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah, but uh, what 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 do we think from what we've seen will be the next uh, avenue? I, I guess it would be climate change. That's well, what it seems like. All you need to do is go look for whatever tabletop exercise they did last year. That's it. That's how you figure it out. <laughs> Whatever organ, you know, when all these guys get together and they do these uh, hypothetical things like Event 201 or the monkey pox, they did a monkey pox one that predicted it would hit on May 15th, 2022. What date did we first hear about monkey pox? Oh, May 15th, 2022. Okay, so yeah, just look for uh, whatever the most recent one of these uh, tabletop exercises was and that's what it is. Angie, hmm. thank you for the tip. You're wonderful. Who else? Uh, we had another one earlier that I didn't mention, and I'm scrolling up right now. Any word, of course, I mentioned you. Thank you so much for that tip, brother. And then we got someone else who I did not mention, and I feel horrible for not mentioning her tip. Jasmine, thank you so much for that tip. All right, carry on, gentlemen. Anything, anything. You can even um, pull out a nipple and show everybody if you want. Or we can get more, we can even get more provocative here. We can go deeper and, and pull out two nipples. 
Let's 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 keep the nipples. Oh, right, right, right. Raiders, oh, Raiders <laughs> on the ball. Here. He's on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just too it's just too many days. This is this is uh we're not yeah for, a little yet. earlier if she we're had behind video, the rock pin paywall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Birch, show me your nipples, bro. Let me see them nipples. <laughs> yeah, this there's, there's not a, there's giant not a, hands. Yeah, there's not a huge market for like male sexuality. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like. It's, oh, it's not a big market. I, I, I would have been a man. Yeah. OnlyFans <laughs> is 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 like it's where you're making it, man. I if if I could just go out there and whip out something and make millions of dollars, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah, but you, you're not one. I'm like, any one of us. Any one of us can take our current content. Like it though. <laughs> they do. We're, we're gonna make yeah. a taint taint porn. That's what I swear. Any yeah. one of us could put our current content on Pornhub and we'll get 10,000 hits a day just because it's there for no other reason. <laughs> it's Pornhub. That's a special place right there. So Owned by Disney. So open-minded. <laughs> I've heard of some other podcasters joking around stating that they were going to just start posting their podcasts on porn sites because at least it's uncensored. Yeah, man, they probably get a lot more hits too. You got to get more. I never even thought about it in that capacity, but you're probably right. I thought I was going to see a transgender gangbang, but now I get to see JFK <laughs> shit. What's going on? Here? Yeah, well, back well back in 2020, they they were giving a uh, free advertising for small businesses on oh, the Pornhub yeah. site. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Come on, Corey, we got to get no, on this. No, that's what they were doing. Really. Small businesses, but yeah, <laughs> let, let me put it this way. Are lonely. <laughs> the, the, when we do a podcast, if you get sponsors for a podcast, the going rate still, if you get an actual sponsor who wants to put ads on your show, the going rate is $25 for every thousand listens. Oh, Pornhub, Pornhub pays $45 for every thousand views. So oh, they pay man, almost double be, uh, what the best in the industry in podcasting pays. We have been not investing our time in the right place, apparently. Fair enough. Yeah, like there's something to be considered. <laughs> All right, we'll title yeah, this Seven Men Gangbang the New World Order. Come on. <laughs> That's what Charlie said. Charlie said the same thing. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. They'd be very disappointed when they, when they pull it up. <laughs> Is this it? Or is this going to work like We're like, God damn it, now I got to watch this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Bigfoot gets monkeypox. <laughs> Dude, I have discovered a whole world of Bigfoot porn that I didn't know existed. Like, Whoa. I don't know. I wow, Somebody bro. started posting something, and I just clicked on it, and it led to, like, this oh. rabbit hole of, like, there's Bigfoot porn right there, and I didn't know it existed. <laughs> Did you guys know Bigfoot porn existed? What? I did, unfortunately. I, until this conversation, I had no idea. Bigfoot but porn's out there, guys. There's but I'm not Bigfoot shocked in the slightest. There. I'm not going to tell you the extent of it. I've researched it, but it's out there. Extensive, extensive research. Fucking extensive. Chris Matthew baby. worked long and hard on this topic. Man, once you get used to the hair, the females they got some nice big old titties in there. They they're in it for the they're in it to win it, baby. I'll tell you what, lady, lady Bigfoot orangutan titties. That's yeah, great. It, 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 it'd just be an 80s porn. You know what I'm saying? I mean, <laughs> it's, 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 close yeah, enough. Close I, enough. The whole ass frame. You know what I'm saying? I mean. <laughs> I don't mind some bush X cube. I'll take some bush. I don't give a shit. Hey, look. Hey, look. It's all good. It's all good to me. You know what I'm bush saying? Bush gets two it's thumbs big, up in my book. You Three just, thumbs you just up, ha- actually. 
as as a as a dude, it's already tough, you know. Uh, uh, you know, out there with the ladies. So if you are if you made it there, you're like, well, shit, I'm I'm here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm ecstatic. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, you guys ain't going to make, they ain't going to make fun of you like that very second. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a couple of weeks down the line, they'd be like, man, you know, you, you were sitting there having sex with that bufferilla. What were you doing? I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's kind of one of those things, man. I, I, I was desperate. I just need to get on base. Okay. <laughs> At this point in time, I just need to get on base. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> hey, uh, and, and we can't, we can't, I can't fault him for that. So, I mean, I'm, I'm good with that. You're speaking the truth. In reality, uh, like you said, anybody gets, you know, you get to, you know, you get to that one yard line, you're going for the touchdown. <laughs> damn right you, you are. In, you're, da- you're damn uh-huh. right. <laughs> oh, your mic's muted, Cosmic. Your mic's muted. Uh, you muted him. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> Ryder and Chris interviewed the guy who banged the uh, feline alien tiger titty lady. <laughs> And what? Drew, drew, drew an artwork. She was fucking sexy, bro. I would hit it. I would fucking smash every day of the week. Oh, 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 sure. Still to this day, one of my favorite interviews ever. Please, I literally, I have no I'm idea what you're talking about. Do we got a picture? Do we got oh, a picture? Here we go again. Fuck. Can yeah, we get a picture? It was a hand drawn. I can never, first of all, first of all, I can never remember this fucking guy's names. Big uh, boobs, up tiger stripes. Hold on, <laughs> abduction. Help me yeah. out, writer. What's this well, fucking dude's name? Why well, only a hand-drawn picture? Like, where's? I'm gonna have to go search through my first YouTube first fucking first playlist for this yeah. dude's name while we think, I think about it. Start, I think it starts with a D. So, so was this guy um, like Napoleon Dynamite? So anyway, like, like a he is uh, he's made love to an alien tiger woman hybrid. Uh, she they had not only made love. No, Chris, but his name is Ronnie Dawson. Ronnie Dawson. Ronnie Dawson! Yeah! There he is. There he is, brother. He emailed uh, you emailed it to me after the yeah. last chat. Yeah, he made love to a tiger hybrid alien and she apparently had this contraption of intergalactic nature that <laughs> captured his spunk. And it was shiny and it had lights all over it. And, you know, she said, wait, wait, don't spunk yet. And she pulled this thing out and bam, into that. And she's like, I have what I need. And she fucking dissipated or something. I don't know how they're, I forget how the story ends, but go check that I'm out. That is all hell. I've never that had is the best we interview. Need, we need yours to save our cause. He drew a sketch of the tiger. Tiger, I'm so jealous. and it's so fucking sexy. I'm telling you, you <laughs> off to this hand drawn picture every single day of your life if you have it. I swear, to God, it's not even the creature at this point, it's just the whole concept of like the need of yours. Like, that to me, yeah. yes, God, yes, I'm saving your universe. Well, women yeah, will yeah, steal well. the sperm, they some of them are out to steal. Oh, hey, you heard? The best part is this guy a thousand percent believes this story, and he is in it to win. He is so popular in Japan, you would not believe the Ronnie Dawson story in Japan is fucking legit. So if oh, you wow. ever go to Japan, you may hear about Ronnie Dawson. But man, dude, the the description of the alien and his stories with you know penetration of the tiger, it's it's wonderful. You guys gonna need gonna need to check it out. I want to know how Dan knew his name and we didn't know his name. Because when we were, last time I was over here, we were up at like 2 a.m. tripping and they started telling (laughs) me the story. Then the next day, Chris emailed me and just said, Ronnie Dawson, LOL. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I searched my email. I mean, is it is there this is. serious? You guys, is yeah, serious? Ooh, dead serious. Go to my playlist under UFOlogy. <laughs> and this is at YouTube. You can still find this on YouTube, by the way. It's YouTube friendly. What was so and, uh, special about this guy? Like, why, he why has a whole kidding? fucking story of abductions, like his whole life. Uh, he's a trucker from Texas, and he has this Texas redneck accent. He says he what, it's he sounds like he hasn't this? made it past the second grade, and he tells these beautiful stories of fucking aliens and abductions and little trolls fucking messing with his bed at night and probably harassing his wife and seeing UFOs trying to chase him through cornfields and shit. He's got some pretty legit sounding stories. He believes them for sure. One hundred percent, he believes them. <laughs> Schizophrenia is a hell of a drug, huh? <laughs> I haven't tried that now one we, yet. No, I, I, we're yet. not even hating on it. I, I believe he believes it happened. He's like oh, a former yeah. yeah, 100%. I want to interview the guy. Bring him on my show. I want to contact him. He's a great interview, bro. He will entertain me. Well, we were just talking about sexy tiger alien pussy, so we just threw it out there. Hell yeah. But the thing is, is don't, they don't have any don't hair around their nipples. Their nipples are hairless. So I'm a firm believer. Yeah, it was the big. It was the bigfoot titties that got us on this this top. Yeah. You dating yeah. women with hairy nipples? Like, what's up? <laughs> don't get me back on the bigfoot. On the They're called Greek. I'm a firm believer that the physical <laughs> everything, like as we see it, is so huge that it allows for like all possibility exist always all of these things could totally be going on mm-hmm. I, i'm Woo! right there with you yeah, and if so, so many planets there's she so needs many to collect my spunk into this device the metal, box, the metal box that stole the jizz and then like closed up <laughs> that's yeah, what i'm but, saying but this is real I need to participate a hundred thousand percent. Store my spunk in this fucking alien device. We saw a UFO at this distributor. house. We're, we're asking for it. Yeah, but I'm I'm not grand. Maybe we just I, should I, just ask for ask. Why why is it why oh, is it yeah. every alien probes somebody's ass or they have sex with them or something like that? It's just like it, I mean that's that's all that's They're like horny the, the epitome dude. of every story. But uh, it's they, just like they want to fuck. Just they like want the, they want our DNA. What if, what if it turns what? out that it's actually logical, right? What if mm-hmm. from their perspective, it's the least invasive way because they're penetrating existing orifices. So they're not making a new Ronnie hole. definitely penetrates. So it's literally just considered being nice from their perspective. <laughs> I want to stroke their cloaca. I want to put my, their cloaca in my hand. I think that's only for reptilians, bro. You got to wait till the reptilians come around. <laughs> No, they're already here. Lizard people. Oh, yeah. Lizard According people. to David so, Icke. Yeah. They, they got the David cloacas. Icke. You have to manipulate the cloaca to... Okay, we'll Do get into what? that later. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother sexual story, bro. The fucking re- reptilians and cloacas. Okay. It's just, it. They love orgies, okay? The reptilians... He couldn't even find the cloaca. He <laughs> couldn't. Hell no. Not unless you're you're familiar with the reptilian anatomy. I'm just, oh, I'm just. Oh yeah, about let this. me hear the, the Some of us have had experiences. I'm just saying. Some of us. <laughs> you need a ear examiner to check that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so you're saying that was penetrated as well? <laughs> if you're into it. I mean, it's, it's all about your experience. I've, I've come to understand this is a very personal phenomenon. We did very get, personal. 
very we went deep, bro. We went deep. It goes deep and inside you. I mean, it's it's so personal. <laughs> God, like, I just I was gonna mention what I what my YouTube channel is about because you guys okay. were talking about. I just got to get to first base, and I ended up with this swamp rhino, and I and I and I finished the deal. Right, this is what you were saying. Right, this is what you were saying. <laughs> exactly. Not me. Exactly. Not me, but uh, anyway, yeah. I, uh, it's a yeah, so it's a it's a it's a combination with my podcast, right? Which is about solution, the solution, and I teach mm -hmm. people how to do qigong, right? And it's a standing meditation, physical meditation, um, and it regulates your metabolism and strengthens your uh, ligaments, right? But it also the main thing is it brings you face to face with the inner struggle, right? so that you can break down your inner struggle. And when your battle with yourself ceases, then the exterior uh, struggle uh, stops as well. So um, does this I, I incorporate it was breath work, Rich? Yes, breath work. Yes, it's, uh, um, <clears throat> I, so if you look, go to my home on uh, Birch Driver, just search double with quotes, um, Birch Driver. I can't remember the full name of it, but, uh, and then hit videos, go down to the bottom, and it'll say Qigong instruction part one, right? It just shows you how to do it. It's very simple. And uh, so it's from the Tao, Taoist tradition. It's 5,000 years old, but uh, it is the foundation of Kung Fu, right? <laughs> and uh, so this is the exercise you do as the foundation to any martial kind of training, you know? Yeah, okay. Uh, okay. But, it, but it's a physical meditation, so it's... Uh, um it's not just sitting there right it actually tricks you into getting into a meditative state and so that's what they say is is that if you set out to meditate like think i'm going to meditate then you've already defeated yourself you know and uh it does all of these things to your body so it's very beneficial but the main thing is is that i'm going for with this is the hundredth monkey effect right which is to get everyone to make this psychological transformation it's very audacious right Mm -hmm. uh, it's an audacious endeavor, but uh, I just started it like a month and a half ago, and uh, so just getting going. But I, the reason I mentioned it is that yeah, it uh, it's a uh, the health benefits are really good, but it also it it tricks you into getting into a meditative state, yeah, and which is important. And so You're I on my show on Monday, right? Uh, yeah, Birch? Monday at two, right? Yeah. But uh, I just wanted to mention that because I got a split and that's what um, I wanted to plug that. I, I'm, yeah. not, I'm giving it away for free, but uh, um, because I think everyone should know this shit, you know, and just 18 breaths. You got it going. It's you're started. Right. But the idea is you do it for 20 minutes, you know, and you stand in horse stance, which is the, that ha the stance where you guys have seen this right with like Taekwondo and the movies and stuff. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I took you just, you, since I was yeah. feet at shoulder width and you turn your hips under, right? But you don't flex your glutes, right? And I show you how to do that, right? So most people they turn their hips under and they're flexing their ass muscles. And so you can't do that. And there's a way to do it without doing that. So but just go through the instructions and uh it's uh pretty amazing. I mean, if that's a stupid way to describe it, but uh I stand right, I'm doing it live. Right. I'm the only motherfucker on YouTube just standing there not saying anything, you know, <laughs> and the idea is that we all do it together. 
right? And then if we can make the psychological transformation together, then perhaps we can do um, what Courtney was mentioning, which is to like come together in a way that actually is meaningful to make a, you know, a meaningful change, you know, that there is an urgency of change, I would say, right? Wouldn't you guys agree? Hey, yeah, we can't for keep, sure. We can't keep repeating the same pattern because if you look at history, it's a clear fucking uh, Groundhog Day pattern, right? We keep doing the same motherfucking shit over and over and over again. And so we can break the pattern. We can do it, right? But we have to change or we have to remove the matrix that's been installed in our minds, right? One thing I say, it's a term called ever-present origin. We can rewrite the code of the universe because the initial conditions of the aggregate pattern that is our civilization is in our minds. You know, we don't have to go back in time to change the initial conditions that, that you know, on aggregate, everyone behaving in a certain way, it creates what the pattern that we have, right? So we can change the initial conditions by changing our minds. And uh, so, yeah, I just wanted to say that in the... Uh, um, the podcast is green green. It's about the same thing, except it's a series. You start from the beginning. I talk about Marshall McLuhan and the importance of technology on our minds. And I get all the way to Krishnamurti and, uh, the, um, the problem of self-reference, right. Which is just a artifact of being self-aware, right. Of being in a universe in which we are a part of the universe and cannot separate from the universe. Talk about the observer effect and all that shit. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to say that and uh, but uh, as far as like um, doing something that uh, will uh, benefit your body and your mind and your soul and your heart right uh, then qigong standing and just one last thing uh, there's no system that can allow you to become aware you know we talk about waking up and shit and I don't think uh you know, the woke shit is definitely not it, right? And becoming awake to the idea that we're being, the wool is being pulled over our eyes for lack of a better term, right? It's not it either, right? So there's something more that has to be done and it's like the inversion of value, right? We think of value as something that's opposite of what it actually is. Human beings exchange value with each other. There's no fucking value without that exchange, right? So we are the value. We are the motherfucking value, right? There's no money without people living. So um, the whole thing that I say is, is there's a way that we can build an interface. I mean, an infrastructure that is that cannot be corrupted, right? That cannot be corrupted. And then we can make this transformation on the collective and individually. But it's individual first. We have to understand this, uh, um, that the scarcity model of value is not it, right? <laughs> And we say these words all the time, scarcity model. Yeah, yeah, bro, I hear that. I understand it, right? Which is supply and demand, basically. And then, oh, yeah, the abundance model of value. I get that too, bro. But it's like, then we just go about our lives. It's like Burning Man. All of these yuppies go to Burning Man and fucking do the gift economy and then go back to, lost, you know, wherever they live and start selling money again. You know, it's like it doesn't do anything. It, it's just like, uh, I don't know. It's just an event, right? Uh, releasing of, of steam or... Um, blowing off steam, you know, for all of these urban professionals. And you can see what age group I'm from, but I'm Generation X. I was born in 1970. My parents were hippies, man. So, but uh, yeah, I'm just saying that to you guys, you know, as uh, to, I think it could benefit you and also to everyone who's listening. Uh, uh, but the, 
after I stand on the thing, I make commentary about stuff because when I get into a meditative state, it's almost hypnagogic. I can just stream of consciousness shit, right? And I just do these like monologues basically after I stand. So um, yeah, check it out. And uh, it was a pleasure talking to you guys. And I thank you so can, much. I hope thank we can like maybe I don't know. I mean, I have my podcast. Maybe we could do some swap cast here. You know, mm-hmm. next cube play. You know. Sure talk about all the stuff and uh, have you know like a meaningful discussion where we don't like pull punches on each other trying to like be like you know like that's all cool bro that's your belief like fuck you bro i will say fuck you that's bullshit (laughs) (laughs) i I actually dig that level of engagement where people have convictions for their positions and can kind of like just you know throw at it like just it is what it is it's if everybody understands it's for the benefit of everybody to get to different levels of understanding. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the whole point of those types of conversations is, is people need to just kind of take their experiences and, and have at it. Yeah. I, I mean, it, Birch. yeah, it's just that one, one more thing, Eric, about, about that. Yeah. It's like one thing I talk about is polarity. Right. And so um, if we are in a camp, right. And our camp is defined by what we are against, then we are what we are against, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. And so when I, when I say um, that I will be, you know, like um, I'm convinced about anything, that's not the, really the case. I'm just convinced that there is this general aspect to the, uh, the truth about reality, right? Oh, it's general. It's general. It's not like specific, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't claim to know anything because another mm-hmm. thing I say is the truth is like Zeno's paradox is that mm-hmm. you can only approach it. You can't really ever get there. You only get closer to it, you know? The way so, I was looking yeah. at it was like you sharing your experience and you're certainly a champion and an expert in your own experience. And there's certainly value to that. And I think everybody should appreciate the value of their own experiences, bring them to the table and be a complete champion of their own experiences in any conversation. Nobody can really discount anybody else's experience, but it doesn't make that individual right. But it yeah. certainly makes their perspective and their experience respected to just engage in a way where we can all come at each other and know that we're all um, a right in our own experience, but wrong in our understanding of the whole, we're just sharing our pieces to hopefully connect and make other um, bigger pictures. Yeah. And those experiences, they will have this overlap, right. And which is where we can find this uh, and we can approach the truth together. Right. Mm -hmm. But we have to have this, not a thick skin, but just the, the, the comfort in ourselves you know mm-hmm. it's like when you're you're codependent with a you know with a woman right and you're all worried about <laughs> if she's going to break up with you right the, the the way to have a good relationship is to be okay if if you're alone right mm-hmm. right if you love someone set them free right you can't be all like uh attaching your happiness to someone else like that was just an analogy right right yeah. on man yeah. and if they come back to you they're yours and if not Hunt them down and kill them. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah. Birch, thank you so much, man. It was a blast. Thank Thank you for coming on. Thank you, Chris. And thank you for inviting me or Dan for letting me crash the the original Forbidden Gathering. It's how I met uh, you guys, wonderful people. So, uh, yes, we'll talk to you guys soon. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. All right. Monday. Uh, we got a new member here. We got Karen. Karen, welcome. How are you doing? I'm doing great. 
<laughs> oh, it's Karen. Oh, okay. We got, we got, we got a hidden Karen. We got a it's hidden a Karen. Woman. Oh, it's a woman. It's a woman. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get into this rabbit hole of this new woman here, uh, he mentioned a hundredth monkey effect. And I just have to say this. I'm pretty sure I had a hundredth monkey effect back in the early 90s that me and my group of friends that were fucking uh, very rowdy skateboard punks came up with the term eat a dick. That was us. And after that, everyone <laughs> took off with it. So, eat a dick. Right yeah, here. I'm not sure she knows right what here. she just stepped into. Okay. Hey, welcome, yeah, Emily. How are you well, doing? Grab, she knows exactly him. what yeah, she's stepping into. Grab yeah, it's all good. Okay, grab him by the pussy. It's all yeah, grab him. Grab him by the pussy. All right. Well, Karen well, slash Emily, introduce yourself. Tell us what well, you're was, all about. I was going to say that I'm Karen the winner and Ryder is the loser. <laughs> oh, okay. I won. There it is. was a draw. It was a draw, it, Emily. And I'm willing for that draw, Ryder, and I'm willing to go halfway. I'm just waiting on my one minute, 56 second video of you saying how good I am <laughs> on Facebook. Okay, listen, we're going to settle this right now. And everybody <laughs> uh, is going to weigh in on this. Okay, so we had a bet together. Me and Emily had a bet. We were interviewing the uh, the, mo the most wanted cyber criminal in the United States, right? Uh, and she said, Emily said that the United States military created the dark web. Sure. Right? But all they did was create the communications device that people um use on the dark web they didn't actually create the dark web itself and then we had this bet we said okay uh what is uh this gentleman the most wanted um uh, cyber criminal in the world know about the dark web and i and we were back and forth and i said okay um i i recognize that the military created the uh communications device for the dark web, right? That is 100% uh, a fact, but they did not create the dark web itself. They are not actively trafficking drugs, weapons, fake IDs, fake passports on the dark web that everybody can access, right? And then we got on there and he did say exactly what I said. He said that the military did create the communications device that the dark web uses, but the criminals hijacked it from the military and then started using it on, on their own. So my biggest like, thing, does everybody go research tour and come back to me and yes, tell me what they, you all they, think and they, the onion and the they onion. did create the tour browser, but there's three separate, uh, dark. We webs. didn't, that's there's not, but that, we didn't discuss that. That was not there's the a, bet writer. There's a two P and then there's he lost, <laughs> those he are he the lost. three dark webs. That, so how did the military, did the military create all of those dark webs? No, he they didn't. did not. And no, they started ones. the dark web. They started the dark web. They started it with tour. Not start the dark the web onion. though. That's Everybody the go. They just created the communications device that the dark web is used by. They did. Okay, you guys are totally splitting hairs. You're saying the same thing in two different ways. Right. You're both correct. He's, he's, he's manipulating That's what a little I said. bit. So if they create the technology right. and you one person has it and they have another person within their organization yes. that have it and they use it to communicate within each other, they have fundamentally created both the software so, and the dark web. So here here was the bet, and I'm willing to go with him half and half on this. I bet he he started, he's like, let's bet on this. So I said, Okay, we'll bet on this. So my number I see all the time is 313. I see that wherever I go, 313 every day. So I told him if I win the bet that he has to go on his personal Facebook page and talk about me for three minutes and 13 seconds about how awesome I am. 
And then he he told me that I would have to go on his YouTube page and make comments on all of his YouTube uh, videos or whatever. So, okay. So if you want to say it's a draw, I'll, I will agree to the draw, but he'll have to do a minute and 56 second video on Facebook. And then I would do every other video on his YouTube comment. I think that's fair. I'm so mad. I stepped away and missed all of this. <laughs> <laughs> you did I, miss it, uh, Eric, because I think that you would have some confidence. I think he would know. Creating, I, oh, because no. it, but it's like saying that, okay, you created the album artwork for an entire uh, CD that a musician uh, created. And then that's like saying that you created the entire record, right? If you just created one part of it, can you take credit for creating the entire thing? X Cube, tell me what you think. Uh, so, so if I but create one part. Oh, I'm sorry, X. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> if I create one part of it, can I take credit for creating the entirety of its existence? Is that what you're... That's, that that's, exactly that's the question, right? Yes. Now, now, what part did I create? Am I just the initial infrastructure? Yes, is that, is that what... the initial infrastructure because the U.S. military did create the communications device that uh, runs the dark web, but you can't take credit that you created the entire dark web just because you created the communication. But that, was, and, and, that wasn't the question though, Ryder. Right, so, right. Well, but, 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 but hold on, hold on. Okay, so I created the infrastructure, but I never actually got it off the ground, correct? Right. Okay. Mm, mm, no, that's, but, that's and a, they that's, did get it off the ground, it's tour. They did yeah, get it off the ground. It does sound like semantics in some way. Yeah. In a way, like, I'm a tradesman, so in a way, my brain goes to, it's like, well, what you guys are arguing is, well, one person built the building. Oh, well, they didn't mm -hmm. occupy it. The money came from the occupants. Well, did it, or was it because the building was built? And then the people that leased the space were able to produce something. It's, it's, it's which came first, the chicken or the egg, in a way. So it is. I personally heads. think there should be love making, not war. So that's all <laughs> well, I I'm, a, I'm a peacemaker, peacekeeper. But, but so what I, I will say is that either way in this conversation, I feel like we're still not discussing the facts. And I would just be, I mean, we're all adults here. What are the facts? Instead of analogies, what are the facts that we're addressing here? What's the bet on? The okay. on is, okay. Go ahead, Ryder. We'll see, we'll listen to Ryder's opinion of the bet <laughs> and how he interpreted the bet, and then I will come in and tell you how I interpreted it. Fair enough. This is an adult conversation. <laughs> okay, so the bet was Emily is saying that the military created the entire dark web, and I disagree that the military created the dark web because the military just created the communications device that runs the dark web. That, that's like saying that exactly what you said. Eric, it's like you created the infrastructure of a building, but did you create the entire building? No, you didn't. There was a bunch of different moving parts. There was contractors. There was people laying the carpet. There was uh, people doing the piping. There was people doing all this other stuff. It, it, it involved many other aspects than just the communications device that the dark web runs off of. I follow what you're saying completely. And I think I'm, I'm actually going to have to leap in her direction immediately. As well, well, let me, because well, let me say this. Your, your finished work is only as good as your rough end. And that becomes the intent of the construction now. 
So just because, like like you're saying, yes, it's almost in a way the analogy of the of the of the constructed space and the leases, the tenants later on. Yeah, the leases and the tenants are doing the work only after the production, as intended, gave them the space to do it. So yes, the military absolutely, with intention, constructed the foundation for the future tendency of the dark web. I have nothing to say. I have nothing so to say. So one thing that you're ignoring, uh, tell me where this fits into this. Can you guys hear me? Um, I hear you. So the thing that's being ignored here is that there were pre-existing layers to the internet, like POP3 or TCP IP, and there were all these different layers in place already. Uh, I'm not ignoring that in the slightest. <laughs> I'm not uh, ignoring that either. That were, that were utilized right, that was, that was, by the people who made the... <laughs> So the people who made the Tor software in the first place, they built it on top of these other layers already, right? So they didn't truly create the entire infrastructure. They just created the portal to the infrastructure. So we're splitting more hairs now. Yeah. We are splitting hairs. We're we are splitting hairs. hairs but, but I'm going back to the I'm going to go back to the intent of the constructors. This is this is pure tradesman stuff. You have an architect. Yeah, but what was the intent? What was the intent? The dark web is what we're getting at. The conversation is the dark web, and I'm just agreeing that there were people that constructed the dark web on purpose, and I'm singularly identifying them, my opinion, as the United States military. Yeah, well, let's let's, let's it, define it, the dark web real quick. Let's define dark web. We're getting into splitting hairs again, though. So <laughs> defining the dark web, all you're talking about I'm is agreeing with you on whatever your definition is. All, you're, all we're talking <laughs> about is like when you talk about dark web is you're talking about masking and IP routing. Okay. So 10 whatever you say the dark web is, I'm going to say the military did it with intention. I, right. okay, yeah, I can't disagree with, with that you, at all. Eric. I can't disagree yeah, that's, with that that's at that's all. All right, so 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 when so when I'm when I'm thinking about it, the, the way y'all explain that, y'all because y'all getting very technical. I'm just a regular dude, uh, but <laughs> but I, I I'm I a regular to, woman, so I'm, yeah, a I'm, I'm just a regular I'm just a regular <laughs> dude. Uh, I go back to um, almost like video game design. So the movie Free Guy is based on. Um, these two people creating a game, okay, and the game they created was technically bought out by somebody else. Now, the person who bought it out said that they never used their program, but they actually did use the infrastructure of the game within the, the new game that they made, but they hid. So I guess technically, if you create the main infrastructure of it, uh, it wouldn't exist without your main infrastructure. But here's the thing. That's, that's, did, did, but did the yeah. CIA, mm -hmm. this is going back to what Eric's talking about. Did the CIA actually intend? No, for CIA this? is different than military though. But hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. Let me, let me explain this. Okay. So we're going back to the CIA's intentions here, right? Was the CIA's intention? Not CIA, military. The military. Okay. So the military was a military uh, isn't were their intentions actually to create a dark web? Was the Navy's intentions actually to create the dark web, or was the intentions to create a uh, a communications device that they could actually communicate 
underneath all all of the other communications devices so that they could create their own private network. And then the criminals came in and hijacked that uh, that communications device and created their own version of the dark web. See, that's what we're what we're missing here. There's nothing missing. I was in the military. The military has other aspects of secret communications that other people can't get into. They have tons of ways of doing it. And Absolutely. the dark web still exists. So the dark web exists outside of the military's multifaceted ways of secret communications, and the military still created the dark web. All of those things are true. That is, that yeah, is correct. Pe- that people is correct. don't understand that military is also corrupt in many ways also, because we got uh, Operation Northwoods and things, and that was the military, that was the CIA, and that was our U.S. government doing their own crimes against us as Americans come together to blame it on Cuba to start a war. So not all of military is, is good, just like any other group, not all of and if you want other to, groups that you have And if you want to format there. it in a way that makes it palatable as good intentioned, you can say that the, the military factions will state that they created the dark web under the false pretense that is completely anonymous. So all the bad people will go in there, do all of their comms, which is effectively delivering them to the military. So they now have full informational control of everything going on. So it's advantageous to them to create this platform under false pretenses. This is, the, this is exactly why it was built. Eric, this is, this is why benefit. you're one of my favorite people ever now. Like, I watched you on an interview. You're going to be on my show. I have a show. What the frick? You're I think be on yeah, my I'm show coming up with week. you soon. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, what well, Emily, well, we got to welcome you. You're you're the newest member here to the Forbidden yes. Knowledge Network. You. you got W to Frick, W T. How do you fuck you say what, that? What the Frick? What, what the, the frick? frick? There it is. <laughs> what the Frick? What the Frick? And Chris's, Chris, your stuff and Emily's both makes me laugh every time it pops up because it's like the What the Frick and the FKN. So yeah. every fucking time right. I see the FKN pop up, it's like fucking this and fucking that. And what the <laughs> fucking frick? frick. If, you, if you want to split hairs, if you want to split hairs, technically X cubed is because I did his podcast five minutes after I did Emily's. So mm-hmm. <laughs> ah yeah yeah. <laughs> We got yes, we got some wonderful stuff going on. All right, guys. Well, I can't, you, I, uh, and then the Cosmic Keys guy. I don't know. I don't know either one of those. So nice to meet you guys. That's Dan from Cosmic oh, yeah. Keys. Yeah. XQ420. Oh, Dan, Dan, what up? Yeah, I'm just a guy who talks. D Ryder and Chris. Like Holmes. I don't actually know anything. Like I, like I actually don't know anything. Whatever. You're that's, that's, <laughs> whatever. Give yourself more credit than that. If you're just playing dumb for the CIA, I applaud you though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. The world still needs the world still needs people that just simply go, fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, there you go. I am I'm, I'm kinda that guy, you know what I'm saying? It's I mean, totally fair. We need we need more of those people after the last two years that we've had. You know, the world needs way more people that are just like, screw that, screw you. I'm not listening to a word you say. Yeah, well, I mean, it's just they, the last two years is just it's just ridiculous, man. When they said that you know the world was going to end because of a fever and a cough, I was like, man, this shit, this ain't even going to get off the ground. And then yeah. I'll be damned, not only get off the ground, it fucking damn <laughs> destroyed millions of people's lives. I was like, what the yeah, hell I is was, going on, man? <laughs> I was living; it was negatively impacting my employment. And as a career plumber, I had zero concern about this 
bogus supposed illness. I was like, listen, yeah. it might it might hurt everyone else, but apparently the plumbers are going to be the last people standing on the planet. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So I had no concern yeah. about this, and then I was I was floored that other people were starting to make uh, medical decisions on my behalf. That was, when I was like, wow, this is apparently an attack on freedom. It has nothing to do with illness. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's off the it wall. Just- it's just crazy. It's just crazy how how it just it went from like zero to like a hundred in like a week. Mm-hmm. Pretty much one NBA player got yeah. it in in the United States, and then that was it. Like once the Rudy Gobert, once he got it, it was like, and they canceled NBA. that game. Yeah. Well, they, Ooh, I, I, was, I was just saying now it's kind of back to zero uh-huh. because mm-hmm. the people who one year ago said. You should lose your job. You should. You suck. You. You're horrible. You're selfish. Now they're saying, "Why don't you just change the subject? Why don't you just move <laughs> on?" Yeah, you know. You know I'm why not going that? to. You know why they're you doing that? Because they're wanted all me dying. Jobless. And yeah. conversation and now. <laughs> you wanted to take away my citizenship a year ago. Now you're like, no, just change the subject. Just move on. Just move on. We got jabs. Some of us got jabs. Some of us didn't. Just move on. It's like, Wasn't that what Hillary did after Benghazi? What? She said that doesn't well, matter mm-hmm. now or something. Well, yeah. Well, you, you also, <laughs> just a couple days ago, not even a week ago, you had the Biden administration signed an $11 million deal to support a Michigan company, Michigan. I am a Michigan fan. Sorry for all y'all high state fans, but Michigan's not a, a, the greatest state. But he signed a letter. $11 million deal for a monkeypox vaccine. So this is all going like this is rerun. This is Groundhog's Day all over oh, this again. This is money laundering it, over and over again. Yeah, but yeah, but it, it's poor on yeah, that side. I mean, yeah. It, and then we yeah, also but, have a year of election. It's the year of elections. So they're going to we're going to see all this stuff play out. So here's here's something, Eric, I said and I watched you on, on, a, on a thing. You have to be unmanageable. And I've said that. And then when you said that, I was like, yes, this, Eric's my dude, because like when's an, enough enough and when are we actually going to get off our butts yep. um, and do something correct I, I, you know we're going to continue to see this same cycle over and over and over again until we actually do something you, you know yeah, what so you like, know what the issue is Pe- people conflate doing something with an immediate conflict that's what they conflate it with so within that most human beings are trying to avoid conflict all right Complete. Yes, they are. They so, are. so, so asking, yeah, asking people to go into a situation where they could get canceled, where they could lose their job, where they could mm-hmm. lose their house. They're not willing to take that risk. Correct. So that's and our enemy knows that and mm-hmm. has already high, yeah. high, high they, risk they is high reward. Preset the field against us. Everybody's job scared right now. Nobody's mm-hmm. in a position where they can lose their job, and everybody's in a position to have their job threatened. Well, do you, mm-hmm. do, you guys do, are a thousand percent right, but this shows us that we have a population right now that is so managed. And mm-hmm. we were saying yep. earlier in the conversation, there's enough resources for everyone, but they're mismanaged, and we are the things being managed. So we have to become unmanageable. Mm-hmm. That's the mission right now. For every individual out there listening to this, you have to become unmanageable, which means that you have to be able to manage on your own. You have to be mm-hmm. self-reliant and you have there's to not that anymore that under under my generation and stuff like i'm a millennial if you want to 
but I'm an elder millennial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm People are not self-reliant enough they're, anymore. They're not. Mm-hmm. They're not at all. And so the government wants to beat you down and keep the middle class, which is this IRS BS, mm-hmm. uh, 87,000. They, they want to attack the middle class to make them even make them poor. And then they want to keep mm-hmm. the poor even more poor. So we all become reliant on the government. And we're not. The only way we can manage ourselves is through whatever they can give us at the time. Honest question for everybody in the panel right now. If the power was to shut off right now where you are, how long could you oh, last generate, with the resources you have? Um, I, I would say 60 days. I think we got about 60 days here. Maybe more. Maybe more. We got a shit ton of canned goods and rice and fucking beads and shit. I got about 60 days. I'm talking about electricity only. I'm talking about electricity. Electricity goes off and everything that goes with it. Okay. Okay. So, so, so. The powers that be definitely have the power to remove the power. I got food. I got an underground bunker like you all. I'm I'm a doomsday prepper. They used to. My dad is a Vietnam veteran. He's a screaming eagle hunter and first. Like we're good. Yeah, we're we're in an underground right. bunker for right eagle? fucking now so for sure. You're, you're yeah. For, for yeah for me. Okay, so the way I think about it, if the electricity shut off for sixty days, ninety days, my concern would be protecting the resources, not so much. Having the resources because great, it because because ev- yeah because everybody out there now everybody's out trying to find said resources so I you agree. don't understand what type of what type of dark place you're gonna have to go to to keep what you have that includes that includes understand the value of the Second Amendment real fast yeah, right yeah yeah that that includes <laughs> I'll potentially go to some dark have, places have, baby yeah yeah but I'm saying that that potentially includes having to put down children. Because, you know, if, what if do you we mean, look, what do you mean by so that? It, I told so my dog it, I'd eat her the other day if it comes so, down to it. So, you know, so things we, can oh get dark. This is freaking like, what is, what is this? Like a big like I'm sorry, the Sally. If it dead? comes down to it, you got to go, baby. You're dead. long enough, Sally, dog. <laughs> Dude, are we psychopaths now? Like, what is going on? Oh, yeah. The, the animals have to go first. You can't, oh, yeah, you can't for sure. the animals. You the know, animals I, have to go first. I'm prepped. I even got food for my dog. For 25 years, like, oh, we're prepped for a while, but I'm saying if it comes down dude, to I'm it, gonna be Sally's I'm got buying to go. cigarettes for I'm buying cigarettes because you could trade cigarettes for other stuff and you nobody's gonna prison? think to buy have cigarettes. You been, have you been to prison? That's all I gotta ask. <laughs> okay, okay, so so when I say no, but I, I got the, the mind of a criminal for sure. Yeah, <laughs> I got so when I say to children, if we look at if we look overseas during war times and things of that nature, uh, they use children. Uh, in their military, so they're like, "Oh, you know, cute innocent kid coming up," and then you know, yeah. a twelve-year-old kid yeah. shoots you in the chest with a shotgun, and you're dead. Or they, so they like, got that sounds like Ukraine. that's Afghanistan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Afghanistan. Yeah. My dad even talked about it in North Korea. Like my dad had burn unit where he had to go pick up. Actually, it was body parts of children and had to put it in the burn pile. And he said, "You do not trust even the children." What he was saying, mm-hmm. you know, during. Vietnam. We're watching a lot. I don't know if you all understand history itself. We're watching a lot of what took place in Vietnam, like the pullout of Afghanistan and everything. And it yep. was Biden that that did that to Ford. And that's why Ford had to end up doing it. We're seeing a lot of that food as a weapon. That was like the woke statement during Vietnam. Look at all of our food chains and everything that's happening in this with our farmlands and stuff. So history is repeating itself. But it's going to go to another level that we've never seen before with this COVID and, and stuff on top of that, because they didn't have that back then. 
and, so, and modern warfare in a way that modern, we have yet to ever discuss. So, like internet, the black, the dark net, the dark web writer. <laughs> <laughs> she, 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 she's hell bent on that. I mean, <laughs> you guys think, con- I mean, you guys think uh, conventional warfare is ever going to be a thing again? Like tanks rolling nope. and fucking jets flying? Mm-hmm. I don't either. Beam I don't either. And podcasting. It, it, it will be, it'll be yeah. a thing, but it's not going to be the thing like it was. Yeah, it's, it's not going to be like the main it's thing. It's more of a novelty. We see it on the news nowadays. It's so, it's so in our face and all the world is a stage like Shakespeare said. But it's now what's not being presented to us that is the true threat. There are, you know, since the 1980s, DARPA and all these factions have been advancing science and technology at an exponential rate above and beyond what we see in the civilian realm to the point that here we are decades later and what we don't know is thousands of years ahead of us. There's war going on right now between military industrial corporate factions. I mean, there's literally corporations that have billions of dollars on the line that are at war with each other. They have armies. Mm-hmm. They have technology. Well, we're this dealing does, with psycho. Have anything to do with nation states at this point. Well, I, I you know, these are families deep, and deep bank dive, accounts. A deep dive of psychoelectric weapons. Has anybody ever researched that and what they're, the military is doing with the black, black um, helicopter? I'm somewhat familiar with that. Things in the sky. Like this is going on at a whole other level. Yeah, well, I just now started it this past week, Eric. So I'm deep diving in all these psycho um, electric in the 5G. This deals with 5G stuff too, which I was a little bit skeptical about it, but now it's making a lot more sense. But um, I'm looking at some of my notes I wrote down. But, you know, we have a government that actually released these documents that even put it out there as declassified, talking about the uh, psychoelectric weapons that they've been using over the last probably decade i would say um nobody's talking about that no one so this is a whole other level that we got to think about that that even though like it makes me think all the thoughts that i have and all the stuff i research is that then i think what's up in the air am i being manipulated in some way and i just don't even know it we can look there was an article recently put out where the mcdonald's corporation was discussing that they will be investing in research and development so that they can insert their commercials into your dreams. Well, that's mm. Gates. What are you guys thinking about that? What are you guys thinking about that? Because this is reality. I want to think back in my dreams. <laughs> right, but no. So now, so now McDonald's is getting the know. McDonald's is apparently being allowed to get Damn, the technology I'm, I'm, that the government right has now. already been using. Well, it's because it's Bill Gates. Bill Gates. Uh, it all goes back to Bill Gates because Bill Gates owns all the potato farms. And contracted to McDonald's, and he owns all the seeds. He owns all the fertilization, or whatever you want to call it, or or the insecticides that are used on McDonald's food. Every bit yeah. of it. So it, it makes sense that is McDonald's it, would be the one to do this. For McDonald's to invest in this technology. Is it naive well, for us to think that this hasn't existed in other factions prior to McDonald's getting their hands on it? And with that being said, since we can now consider that the technology might be around sense. for decades, what have they been pumping into us? Well, then also Bill Gates is also pumping the stuff in the the atmosphere there that wants to make the sun darker. I too, wouldn't so. argue it. I bet you this is Makes a full sense. court press of illegal technologies from many levels. What if McDonald's had this crazy advanced 
flying craft and they've been building this craft and they're they're all i've seen it seen. i've seen it too bro i seen it when i was like it's eight years Rambler. old i saw mcdonald's mcdonald's arches in the fucking sky Me and my dad <laughs> dude they put you in the the burger cage Legit, remember the cage remember the burger shaped cage that oh was that's like the, the 80s yeah, you're trapped for life in the corporate fucking you are. <laughs> yeah. trap. What, what happened to McDonald's playpens? That's what I want to know. I want to play with those balls. I want to tickle those balls. <laughs> I want to stroke those yeah. balls. They're, I don't remember <laughs> balls, but I do remember cages. And Eric, we all know what I they go, do with children in cages. But back, but back to that tech that's threatening the all of humanity that nobody <laughs> ever seems to want to discuss but change the subject on. I'm just saying, is that not necessarily a frequency that just hit all of you? Because from my <laughs> perspective, I can't tell the difference. I might have had an, a McDonald's ad in my brain. Fair Maybe enough. so. I just want to know but, if anybody can I worked, remembers. I worked at a facility that I now learned is actually pumping thoughts into people's brains. And now I walk around the world and I observe. Yeah. Eric, hey, hey, dude, I by the way, I love Target. This. Yeah, Target's <laughs> awesome, right? I want to be in a Target There's a red right shirt now. on the guy in the bottom on my screen. There's NASA in 2015, and the military proved this, um, and they're taking military individuals that are just enlisted, so 18, 19 years old, uh, year old, and they're implanting that chip in their brain. Mm -hmm. Did you do you know anything about that, Eric? About yeah, absolutely. Because they, they started it started with the Raptor pilots. Was my understanding is that they have high technology that a lot of these current um, warfighter platforms are. Um, back-engineered UFO items, which have an integration somehow with the consciousness of the pilot. So this so, required the military to start shipping their personnel. And this is top-secret stuff that nobody wants to admit to. Just like in the not-too-distant future, no one's going to want to admit to getting vaxxed. So nobody wants to admit to getting talked into being chipped by the government. But I don't even know if they going need on. to chip you because... Like I've had experiences. One time I was in Walmart for work, mm -hmm. ready to use my work credit card mm -hmm. and just see the watch section. And just in my brain, I'm like, dang, I could really use a watch. And I walk mm -hmm. over there and look at mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. for maybe like 30 seconds, then mm -hmm. go on to buy like hardware stuff for work, mm -hmm. leave mm -hmm. there. And then for the next two days, my phone is showing me watch ads and I didn't say anything. I, it was in my because in those stores they already have technology that's observing what your eyes are looking at, which is creepy as fuck. It's extremely creepy, <laughs> but that's the world around us that nobody wants to realize yeah. when they talk about info gathering and meta. It's in the terms of service already. Right? So hey, I, hey, I, agree, I, work, I agree, 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 yep. agree, agree. Hey, Eric, you, you said that they project. Um, things into your dreams yes what about some some bigfoot titties can we get some of that there you go i already know what's going is getting projected in your direction i can tell God, you're always you're always apparently allowed to meditate and draw in whatever you need in your life chris yeah, I'm deep in this. I'm deep in this Bigfoot sex culture already. You guys have no idea. I can do that call. I call them every night and they come into my room. They crawl through my window. Just they throw it down, baby. Them female Bigfoots. You have no idea. <laughs> hey, guys, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to check out, man. It's been like three hours. I'm falling asleep. Dude, you so. don't want to good note to this? check out on. <laughs> no. No, as soon as we got to UFOs shaped like hamburgers, I was like, I'm out of here.
<laughs> I'll see you guys. I, I remember those though. <laughs> Rock on, Corey. See you later. See you, Corey. All right, we got uh, six survivors here, including a Karen that's not Who showing. Will survive. <laughs> Karen, <laughs> come get your ass we'll back get here. You are. Like, I feel like it's one of those game shows now. Like, like who can do the longest? <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I'm gonna have to be the longest because I'm fucking hosting this thing. So. Uh, <laughs> Winner right here already. All right. Uh, how's the audience doing there? Let's see who's surviving in the fucking audience. That's the big question. right? There? Oh, man, we got some. The audience is popping right now. I can't believe it. I'm sure there is. I'm kind of too drunk, too drunk to read them. But uh, <laughs> if I find something interesting enough, I will try and articulate it to you guys. Um, well, no, nothing. I'm really waiting to I see him see. light that right now. Light who? Yeah. yeah. I got nothing to light. We smoked it. There, there was, is our our resident, Karen slash Emily. How are you doing? Oh, she don't have why, her headphones. Why, why is Karen down there? If she's in. I don't know. That's it's very interesting to me. Like it keeps. Maybe she can it. let us know. It, it, it's my hair, and and Ryder calls me Karen when he loses. So that's why I'm Karen. <laughs> Your hair? A fan of your shirt. Have yeah. you ever been to the Coral Castle? Yeah, I used to do paranormal investigations there and paranormal events at Coral oh, Castle. Ed Lex Lexington, whatever his name is. Last name, but I'm not in Florida though. I'm in Kentucky. So yeah, I used to. Yeah. Love Coral Castle. Amazing place. You weren't a Yankee. No, no Yankee here. Southern girl through and through. And I'm I'm gonna tell you all, by the way, I have not announced this. I don't announce my medical issues or anything on facebook but i'm celebrating this weekend and it's 99 proof tequila everybody so cheers um five years i got my clearance of cancer free i fought cancer with herbal remedies and vitamins no chemo radiation good cheers good for you everybody pay attention to that Uh as of today you're not suicidal (laughs) fyi cancer Mm -mm. Good for Not you. suicidal. So yep, cheers. Totally and I had already went out to dinner. Yeah. They it, don't like the can. people who give the natural remedies. Just no, so. they don't. They don't. Mind your pH, folks. <laughs> right, um, <laughs> yes. That's pH. what people need to hear. pH. Oh, oh, definitely. Oh, oh, pH? Yep. Mind your, your pH, pH balance, balance and most of your health will be your perfect. Your acid. Oh, yeah. no, I'm thinking, the I'm acid thinking about levels like, in when, your body. When you say pH, I'm thinking vagina, man. Of course you are, X Cube. Of course you are. I mean, it's what I was Sex education like, with X Cube. Tune in and a little bit of acidity. <laughs> Well, it's all throughout your whole body. It's your acid and the yeast, the amounts of yeast that you have in your body. And you got to keep that in a balance. And then on top of that, I took specific vitamins and supplements uh that attack cancer so how do i know when i'm i'm low yeast uh you can spit in your or low yeast or how much you know how much yeast you can take a glass of water easily well you can do that but here's here's something you can do you can take a glass of water fill it up halfway spit in it let it sit and how much spit you have that goes down into the water can tell you the amount of yeast that you have in your body like if it goes all the way down down to the to the base of of the glass, you need help. If it goes like half waves, like you know, you look it up. You, it's a study just with just regular tap water. 
you you can go to almost any drugstore and get pH tests as well, mm-hmm. where you just spit on the test and it'll give you a pH reading. And then you can learn about the different foods and things that you digest that um, put your pH in the appropriate direction. Mm. It's pretty much it's pretty much the basis of proper and, and health. I use a lot a of silver water. Balance. Do yep. you know oh, what I'm talking about? Silver water? There's all kinds of things that you can do. Everybody, everybody's diet is specific to them, so I don't want to put anybody in a direction, but I would just say you should test your pH and then pay attention to everything that you eat and adjust your diet accordingly to get your pH correct. And lo and behold, you'll probably have perfect health. Uh, my What helped me the most, and I'm not directing either, but I'll just tell you this low-carb, high-protein in my case, I don't know if that would be, I know a lot of people are scared of high protein and in the red meats and stuff, but in my case, um, that, that I think that helped in a lot. I changed my diet completely. Not now. I, don't know, I just, I just eat the same kinda... thing all the time. If, I mean, I, I just, I, I just like the exact same thing. <laughs> no, we remember correctly. The guy that got the Nobel prize auto, whatever, um, that discovered cancer. So to say, um, he got the Nobel Prize for discovering it and also the cure, but no one discusses that part. And this is the pH conversation. And he, oh. he, he discovered that, and I don't remember all of the details, but cancer can't survive in one particular pH environment. So as long as you make that environment that way, the cancer goes away. And he also concluded that pretty much every other disease cannot exist in that pH environment. So if you have your pH in the right setting, you'll be healthy. Also I found out like my thyroid, years ago. my thyroid disease, when the pH level is balanced, I don't have such a uh, impact. Like I have 36 nodules on my thyroid, but mm-hmm. they would shrink down when I was in the correct um, uh, pH level. And I didn't Absolutely. have mm-hmm. the issues that I was having with the hair yeah, falling like- out, the dry skin, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's like your base harmony position. Like certainly other things could be imperfect, but that's like where you need to start from in your health and things like that is your diet and pH balance. And then at that point, when other things are extraordinarily out of whack, they could be self-identified. You have to have a certain first couple of steps to get up the staircase. Hmm. Wow. That's some everybody, shit I didn't know nothing about. Every, everybody go get your pH balance. We'll meet up next week. We'll all find out yeah, yeah, pH, pH whose levels are best. That, that, might, that might be tough for me, man. I, I just, I don't <laughs> I know. I, 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 good for I it, eat but... the same thing all the time. And <laughs> yeah, I eat it really plain. Tequila, like, no carbs. <laughs> yeah, it's just. Technically, according to science, if you add alcohol to anything, it's a solution. I was saying. Not target. Alcohol to anything, there goes solution. So you got a problem. Well, just everybody says you got to trust in science nowadays. You add alcohol to anything, it's a solution. Okay. What if you add period blood to wine? It's oh, a solution. God, Gosh, it's a dude, Ryder, why? 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 Ryder's a vampire. All right. That's all that's all there is. He's a point, like, that's a ritual for sex magic, okay? You, <laughs> well, that's, that, so that's Wicca. We're bringing in witchery now. Wicca and stuff. Oh my goodness. You got to mix the period blood with wine, okay? You drink it, then you have sex with your partner, and then you ascend to the fifth dimension. What are you drinking right now? That's all my question. All right. I just want to know or, what's in your drink. Or someone <laughs> convinced you of that, and you 
you go to the depths of hell. <laughs> I don't like the dark side, bro. I'll go right into the dark. I was born out of the dark. I'll go into the dark. Don't give a fuck. Ryder's going to have his own wine company soon. It's going to be period wine. Oh my gosh, that's so gross. Yes, period wine. That's the only way to do it. Sex magic. Me and Chris listened to a whole entire podcast about it. It's legit. Uh, uh, all right. At this point, I want to welcome, every, uh, welcome everyone to... Uh, <laughs> To union of the sexy unwanted. That's that's this podcast. We, we, union we of the it. sexy unwanted, baby. It, it's gonna it's gonna be Sunday. Nobody message Chris or Ryder on Sunday night. We are not <laughs> forbidden anything. This is union of something. Message those guys, whoever's in charge of that. So. <laughs> Welcome everyone. I'm glad you are sticking around. We got a few, we got a, quite a few people still watching live. I'm so proud of you for sticking around this long. Uh, I'm barely struggling to stick around. I'm perplexed. I am. I'm perplexed myself. But I hope you guys are having a good time. I am. I, I've had a lot I'm to drink, so I can't. I can't help but have a good time right now. So uh, I just want to welcome our final guest for the evening, Bigfoot. He's nice. very small this right now. Oh, Nick, well, that's um, what they all say. That, yeah, one, that was yeah. with or without boobs, Chris. This Kurt. one is not the Patterson yeah. Gimlin one. He, it's a, it's a him. It's a uh, him foot. How do you know? Oh, we gotta see how do you know? Because I, I've tried to hit on him before, and he ain't, he ain't having it. You can't just. You know assume. how I feel about those Bigfoots. Do, Don't assume. Have, rather have Mothman, like. And you can't assume. One. Mothman goes uh, by yeah. they them. <laughs> so, so the Bigfoot topic is relatively new to my interest i would say i i always thought of it just as like this mysterious animal that may or may not exist and i you know it's kind of cool but it didn't cross my radar until i started hearing that like there's a possibility that it's really this like multi-dimensional portal opening thing and i was like wait what like what's going on mm -hmm. and they're horny too <laughs> i didn't know that much apparently i can but, attest to this but anyway, well, 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 you see, the, the reason that you know that it is an interdimensional portal is that Bigfoot is always blurry. Like nobody ever gets a, a, a great photograph of it. So that Listen. lets you know that it, it's like stepping right out of the po uh, Have you seen X Cube? A, you have not. I, I have seen know, some photos lately. You're getting blurry photos too. Dude, I'm in Kentucky. Don't I assume mean the gender of Mothman. It's Mothzer. Oh boy. <laughs> he's going? gone he's gone <laughs> what about moth woman you never know what i was on a job site once i put in i put it in a complaint moth, form sir. because i wanted to um find out if the fittings were sure that they wanted to be identified as male or female fittings i wanted <laughs> i wanted gender neutral names for the fittings there we go. <laughs> what do you mean three-quarter inch male adapter? Yeah. What if it identifies as a female adapter? Say, call it a folks adapter. Folks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Karen. a bi adapter. Karen. Um, <laughs> Mothman is androgynous, okay? That's the way that he is. Is how we start Moth in this reality. Mothday. Moth That's yeah. what, You know, that should be a t-shirt, by the way. Mothday. <laughs> I buy it. But I heard Moth Bay is really scary. <laughs> He's the Baphomet. I'm in Eastern Kentucky. I'm in Eastern Kentucky. They have town hall meetings in, in Olive Hill, Kentucky over Bigfoot. Like there's even the local dentist has seen Bigfoot. And I'm about ready to go to the next one just to see what it's like. Bigfoot is they, big, they've invited big phobic. Me. Well, they. <laughs> 
they invited me and I haven't gone. So I'm going to go to the next one. I'm going to go. Let's see what call them. They foot. They foot. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you're going to Bigfoot, anything, you got to count me in just, you know, Eric, super Eric, interested. How have they, you them ever, feet. How have you not ever run into Bigfoot <laughs> being in Alaska, bro? You haven't met the Yeti. No. Yet? Yeti. <laughs> There's, there's a lot of weird stuff in Alaska. So I, I saw a UFO at the South Pole, and I didn't know it at the time, but now I, I, I know it in hindsight. I just didn't know what was on the list of things called UFOs. I've totally seen UFOs here in Alaska. I've definitely like heard things in the woods. I've seen some weird lights, um, but nothing in the Bigfoot direction, so to say. But I'm interested is, is, now. Is, Definitely paying attention. Tell you, I, I'll tell you this, though. Like, I'm a paranormal investigator. I did, I've done paranormal stuff for 25 years. I was on a, a little TV show there for mm. a little bit for a couple seasons. I'm more scared of the woods than I'm ever at some kind of big, ma- ha- like, haunted location or a house, residential. Mm. Like, I, there's no way. You, you never know what's in the woods. I, I hear you, and I, I understand that entirely. I mean, I grew up on Long Island, so I my comfort zone wasn't originally the woods but between the Man, um i can get nervous on the uh, on the hiking trails out here in colorado when at dusk it's like you're in the middle of nowhere in the middle of the mountains and it's getting dark imagine if you ain't got no uh, equipment and uh you don't have not have protection if bear spray get you, need, you need bear spray you better never go out in the woods unless you have bear spray like and uh, you you might hear they them coming for you they, gun yeah. works much better than bear spray i'm just if saying bigfoot's but, horny he's gonna get it no matter what you can't <laughs> oh, stop it that, that kind of sounds like bigfoot's feet like his steps if you have step is on they, your right them, side they, and a shotgun them, on they, your left side and a bear shot up i know which way your hands are going <laughs> just off topic a little bit anybody you watch need the documentary? They, them spray all right they, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah you oh my god wouldn't it be awesome if they had they them spray that was I a, keep they, a them huge repellent? canister of they them <laughs> i need it i'll buy my it. shoulder just put on axe body spray okay axe body spray will keep all they them away i'm gonna get spray thrown the off the internet for saying that vicinity. now <laughs> he said that he wants a they them repellent <laughs> Take him off the internet immediately. I need my six foot distance from they them. Okay. Yeah. I identify with not liking to identify with anything everyone else identifies with. Is that is that okay? Can I identify? I'm gonna that sell way? it. To, I'll sell it at yeah. festivals. I'll, I'll say they they spray. You yeah. come to the Mothman Festival. I will buy it. It'll just be off, but you'll call it they spray. No, you don't even have to do that. Just just get some tap water and put it in a bottle. You know, in a spray bottle. Just, just work with work with yeah, that. They spray is in sure. the, the fucking drinking water. Yeah, don't yeah. drink the water. <laughs> that's all you have to do. That's, that's the way scams are started. You know, with something that doesn't work, and you just put a label on it. So that's that's how that's how scams work. Like insurance, insurance, insurance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how scams work. Yeah, you don't actually have to create a product; you just have to get people to buy it. Okay. Us folks here, we call it snake oil, baby. That's what we call it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They spray keeps the days away. And you know what's what's really disappointing for me is you gotta make it. You gotta make it. You gotta get a t-shirt. This is I will buy every bit of it. It's just gonna be off off like the roundup 
Just round up. Round up the days. <laughs> I don't know. You might want to be careful if you got Roundup in there. You spray it on big blocks. Hey, I you round up every up day. collecting a whole bunch of them. You're trying, oh, why, you're why trying to repel them, but you, you collect them instead by accident. You yeah. have a whole bunch of them tailing you. <laughs> they don't like to leave the house, though. They, they don't like to leave the house. They, they really liked the lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot deal with this. All right, we are now. I'm sorry. Like, we are we're hammered. We're like three and a half hours into this, and, and no. most of us warming have up. been right. drinking Funny. ever I'm since war- then. No, I've right. been, I'm warming up. Like I can't I warming up. Shifted into uh, yeah. second gear. I've had bad experiences <laughs> drunk podcasting, <laughs> but here we are. Yeah, time yeah, to shift well. into second gear, Chris. Uh, just second, I don't know. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll see second, how far that goes. Do second gear because like I I cut my night short a little bit to come home because I thought you all were doing this at nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. So I was like, I would go out. With my see, all I have to do is make Ryder my new host and go to bed, and then I'll forget about you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Dude, we started at five p.m. Right. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, God. yeah. We started at five. It's like uh, almost You're nine. Almost so we're good. Fuck? We're good. I don't know what happened. We're, we're fucking going with the bus. Interdimensional Bigfoot came in with, with a portal and uh, inter- kind of sucked us in, and we're we're in a different dimension right now. We lost track of time. We're in Ronnie. It's, it's like 8.30 your time. We're right? in Ronnie Dawson. 8.40. 8.40. Oh, boy. I'm fucking old, baby. Old I need to you? go to bed. How old are I'm you? an old man. Chris goes to sleep at 9 p.m. every single night. That's right. <laughs> 9 p.m. is my bedtime, baby. It's all good. I early to bed, early to rise. Chris is a hard worker. I I do wake up. Yeah, late early. to rise. He get up early, Chris. You get up early. Oh, I get up at six in the morning. He gets up so fucking early, it's ridiculous. See, like, I knew bro. it. I knew it. Well, you see, that's that's not like me. Like, oh, I go to sleep at like 12 and wake up. Dude, I don't sleep. Oh, I have blood. insomnia. I have insomnia. But if I had that day spray up, I help me. <laughs> it keeps the days away. <laughs> oh, boy. We got marketing geniuses on the panel here tonight. And this is our future for show. The day oh, spray. My, my, I want my, that to be my future. For my life changed. It's got a long spray. distance. You could shoot a day 10 feet it's, away. It's like, it's like pepper spray. Man, it's like pepper and spray. You, and the audience is still no, here. No, it's just, it's just roundup. It's roundup in a can. It says they spray. They spray. I could use that at Skinwalker Ranch. She's all going to say. How many people have died from roundup now? That's a that's a fucking big number. Whoa! Hey, cancer causing agent. That's what it is. Uh, oh, I want to know about Hertz dog dog flea flea and tick. Is what I want to know. They're all they're all killing us. Just like sunscreen. Sunscreen is the same thing. Sunscreen's what gives you skin cancer. It's not the actual sun. Right. Uh, I don't think I don't think this thing ever sun ever. But yeah, I don't think the sun ever caused cancer. So I think it's just. Yeah, yeah, something else. Seed oils, seed oils cause cancer. I mean, I know the sun has burned the shit out of some pasty ass white folks. I didn't know that. I, mean, I don't even know I've if seen the sun's that. Real I mean, I've point. seen that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> fake. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Space is even, fake and gay for sure. I, I don't even know if the sun's real. Like we got I'm artificial gonna, I'm gonna suns. come out of left field and ask has anybody really considered that the 1918 flu was just manufactured by the Navy to stop all the yes. massive killing in the War of the World that was going on? 
whatever you say, Navy. That's military. Legit, I, I sure. agree. Well, you got to go all the way back with this. I'll research this stuff with the, the 2020 COVID BS. And let me tell you this. Kanye came out like in 2011 telling us. Kanye? And, yeah, Kanye. Wrapping oh, okay. about the COVID-19. He actually listed COVID-19 in his raps in 2011. But you I go, didn't know that. But you go all the way back to 1520 is the late... History repeats itself, everybody. This is a wheel within a wheel. All right. There's, there's so, definitely a history yes, of that planet a wheel of applied. So every year, 1920, 1820, 1720, all the way. I went just as back as 1520. I stopped. There was some huge pandemic, some kind of disease. What are you laughing at, tacos? I don't know either. What's going on? There's a major yeah, like stupid private joke that you just said out loud, and I don't know how you did it. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just it's a long story. Long don't I'm worry about it. Room. It's like I'm a synchronicity that I'm gonna nut over later. Wow, this is, oh, this is amazing. Uh, Ryder, seriously, it's that good. <laughs> He's gonna have to tell me about it. It's a long fucking again. story, but you were part of it somehow. I don't know. Well, That's I'm, a glad, weird... I'm glad. I'm glad. We're gonna I'm have to examine this one. We're gonna have to examine this later. He makes a deal with the wheel. That needs to be well, apparently you guys need to make an episode on explaining the part of this uh, episode. It's gonna be two episodes. It's like I two mean, or three. <laughs> <laughs> it's but deep, baby. It's deep. Every twenty, whatever, twenty twenty, nineteen twenty, all that it, it they do the same bullshit every hundred years. Every a, it's a, a reset. But a quote unquote Spanish cycles and timetables, we should be able to pay attention to. Like if we started doing timelines and showing, like this happened on this date, this happened on this date, we'll we'll see this five year cycles to certain things, there's ten year cycles to certain things. Just, just like the monkeypox, the monkeypox vaccines you just bought. Like mm-hmm. I think it was actually a year to the or two years to the date of, of when they got the vaccines uh, stuff. I think if we started paying attention to timetables like that and then the activities of all these different factions, we would start to become educated on what factions have what power because you'll see that they wax and wane in their ability to apply their intent and that would show up on their timeline frequency. They wax and wane on the wheel there, Ryder. I have a feeling that might go with what you're... (laughs) You made your deal with the wheel? No. Makes a deal with the wax and Wayne on the wheel. <laughs> no, no wax. Just make a deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I want to thank everyone who is still with us. This is amazing. We have uh, people listening to this 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 gibberish that we're talking. You guys about. really wit we you witness podcast history tonight. You have, yes. Uh, I can't believe everyone, even on the panel. I thank you. You're you're a bunch of champions for still staying here, and for this almost four hour long podcast where we've been drinking alcohol the whole time. Um, I think that I am actually about to close out this motherfucker, but I want to give open this floor up to anyone 
who wants to give some shameless last minute promotion, maybe pop out a titty, maybe um, show us anything else that you have to offer online. Um, a rider show. There you go. I didn't know what you're talking only, about. I, I really only, don't know. A titty can be on a man. A titty can be on a man. Just a nipple. Just showed it. Yes. It's, a, showed it's it. a they. It's a they thing. That, you know, <laughs> we could see God a woman damn it! Where's my day spray? Shirt. There you go. There's it's another shirt. It's a they it's, thing. It's a they thing. <laughs> Show me your they nipple. Ryder always shows his nipples. Like he, he has no shame. That's a good note to close out on. Thank you, Ryder, for for showing. It was just unfortunate. Nips. It was unfortunate. No. I had to be around for that. Unfortunate. <laughs> unfortunate. Potato, potato. Thank you, everyone in the audience, for sticking around for this madness. This was fun, and we'll do it again sometime. And uh, everybody, have a good night, and um, we'll see y'all soon. Good night.